back to Buffalo. Double team out Robinson. Robinson for three. Bang! Duncan Robinson from downtown. And the lead is 15. Weger bats it back to center ice. Here comes Hornquist. Moving in with Huberdeau. Patrick Hornquist for Huberdeau. Backhander. Yes, Tuesday, Tuesday nights, which means that it's uh, one thing only. Your, your, your favorite internet sports talk show is, uh, is live and talking about everything going on in the world of sports. Well, not everything. I mean, we don't really talk cricket and you know, we're, we're very rare <laughs> to talk about uh, soccer and, and things like that. Um, but I, as, as we normally lead in shows and, and normally during football season, it's, it's pretty much all we talk about is football s- stuff, but, but, um, Corey, uh, his, his favorite athlete in, in, in sports, uh, that being Ben Simmons <laughs> has made the news, uh, this like last couple of weeks as basketball is getting gearing up and, and everybody's doing media days. Uh, ben Simmons is in LA. He's yet to report to Philadelphia uh, leading up this week, doc rivers, Joel, Joel and bead uh, others on the, on the uh, Sixers. They, they have stated um, that they still feel uh, that they can win a championship with Ben Simmons, even if they're lying to themselves, which we <laughs> believe that, the, uh, the 76ers can't find a trade partner um, for Ben Simmons because he is not good. Uh, ben Simmons is out in L.A. saying he no longer feels that he can win a championship playing with Joel Embiid, while Joel Embiid, who we can agree is the better player out of the two, Absolutely. Embiid's Absolutely. saying he, he's come out and said, I still feel we can win a championship with um w- with Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons is saying no 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 time has passed um we can't win a championship I can't win a championship playing with Joel Embiid <laughs> yeah first of all Embiid doesn't believe that uh well, <laughs> he he doesn't okay he he can't wait till Ben Simmons is out of Philadelphia I, I'll speak for him on that no, but he said that Embiid is not good for his style, for his style of playing. Uh, what is his style exactly? Yeah, so playing with MVP type <laughs> candidates is not good for him. If you, if you're yeah. substantially better than me, can't play with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, well, I would think anyone is could fit his style. He comes past half court, passes the ball, and gets out the way. I mean, anyone fits that, right? Yeah, it's no? funny he said that. Yeah. You know, even though I, I suck, stop. that guy's like not good for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
gosh. Ben well, Simmons. like, this is just a play by Ben Simmons, clearly, to get traded, right? Like, this, like, not showing up to media days, um, you know, uh, stating that obviously causing a rift with with their best player. Like, this has all got to be part of it, right? Like, like, like this is his, like, I don't think he understands that his trade value with the 76ers are asking for him is too high. And maybe this is him causing rifts inside the organization where they have to be like, all right, we, we got to lower the asking cost. Oh, it's a valiant effort by him. There's no one wants him right now. Yeah, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> so so I, don't, I don't know what he has to do to, to, to raise his stock. Maybe he has to drop some more uh, midnight videos of him making jump shots. Uh, but no one wants him right now. So it's like you can cause a rift all you want. That's probably making it worse on him. Like, oh, oh yeah. he can't play. He can't play any selling out his MVP type teammates. Oh, oh yeah, we we don't want him. Yeah. Like when you go he after, is. yeah, when you're when you're going after the one guy who survived trusting the process, um, I it, it, it's going to make people go, well, what if we bring this guy here? What like what if we bring this overly expensive um, guy to our organization? How long is he going to last here? Like, where, where's his mental state here? And, and there's only one thing I can correlate this to, the, this, this absolute failure of Ben Simmons. After he was great at LSU, he was. We can't, we can't denote that. He was very good at LSU. He was good heading in until one instance, which I think has derailed his whole career. You guys have any idea? Um... It's probably a few examples. Well, no, this is the biggest one. This is a because this is a proven thing that once this happens, once yeah. you insert this into your career, you fail miserably. Like there's no coming Did back. You from sign it. a big contract and you get a woman. Um. It, well, you got the second part right. It, it definitely has to do with that second part. When, when you got a girlfriend, when you make coitus and and attach your name as a pro athlete. To the Kardashian family. Career's <laughs> over. Yeah. Ask Reggie Bush. Ask Blake Griffin. Ask, ask uh, <laughs> Tristan Thompson. Ask Lamar Odin. Like, uh, Kanye is falling apart. I mean, he Kanye goes out and does this whole big album release. Uh, the latest album release. Drake doesn't say nothing. Releases the album. He outsells Kanye. So, uh, the Kardashian effect has affected Ben Simmons. Uh, notice Joel Embiid. No Kardashian, amazing. The Jimmy Butler, no Kardashian, amazing. Kristoff, um, uh, no, um, uh, uh, seventy-seven for uh, the Mavericks. Oh my God, uh, not Porzingis, oh. but uh, um, the um, the big guy, Bo- Boban. No, not Boban. Not Boban. Mavericks. Oh, Mavericks. Oh, Mavericks. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. That's right. Luka. Luka. No, no uh, Kardashian. Successful. So, Katie, no Kardashians. LeBron, no. It's it's just proven. If you stay away from those dirty vaginas, you uh, your your career will will be fine. There's got they should blood test the Kardashians because there's got to be something in there that affects professional athletes' performance. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. Um, 
Yeah, they have ruined a lot of a lot of lives. Humphreys. A lot of great, a lot of good basketball players, a lot of good football players have, have gone to the wayside the moment they have coitus with the Kardashians. Ray J was up and coming, man. He was on Moesha and he his his R and B career was great. He puts out a sex tape with uh with with Kim and now he's selling terrible uh headphones on uh, infomercials during the middle of the day uh while I watch uh, Price is Right. Well well to <laughs> well to his defense, I think he launched Kim Kim Kardashian's career. Right, that's tape. wonderful. She succeeded, he failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting around waiting for the relaunch of Moesha. <laughs> I think he's doing okay. I think he's doing okay as Brandy's brother. <laughs> as Brandy's brother. That's that guy. That's that guy. Uh, Brandy's brother, right? Yeah. <laughs> Did he do that Wait a minute. Isn't that Brandy's brother? <laughs> I was, guy, was on, guy was on his way to be the next R. Kelly, and then he has sex with Kim Kardashian. It's all over. All over. <laughs> that's, that's actually a song lyric by Lil Kim. Hey, wait a minute! Ain't that Brandy's brother? Oh wow! Yeah, oh wow! Oh, wow. <laughs> that is harsh. So this guy Ooh, did him dirty, oh, and, I, and that's and that's on his song. It's featuring Lil Kim. She says that in his song. That's <laughs> him trying to make 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 himself famous from something that ruined his career. Uh, but it goes. It just goes to the point, man. Like. He's Ben Simmons. If this is his attempt, and it's it's one of the worst attempts I've seen to get out of a team, because the the Sixers are they're way too invested in him. They spent way too much money on him, and and it's just it's not going to happen. No team's going to make that that play. You look you look at the Heat. They brought in Kyle Lowry. They're capped out. They're a team that maybe would be interested in him. They're not going to jump into him. There's no way LeBron's bringing him to that team. There, there's no way. The Bulls, they got a better version of Ben Simmons when they got Lonzo Ball, which is crazy. So if he really wants to go anywhere, and I'm looking at teams that possibly would bring him in, I mean, you can't take him to to New Orleans because he, he definitely can't play with Zion. If you can't play with him in Bede, you're definitely not going to be able to play with Zion. The Hawks aren't going to bring him because Trey, him and Trey Young pretty much play the same position, and Trey Young's substantially better. The ball goes through Trey Young, and if Ben Simmons isn't going to touch it, he ain't going to do nothing. Um, Wait, but what does he bring to a team? What does he legitimately bring to a team? We know he can't shoot, especially in the fourth quarter. I think he can drive to the basket. I think he's a good ball handler. But the problem is, is when you're a guard and you can't – like, he's not not Dwayne Wade. Like, Dwayne Wade is is, – because if you remember, that was a problem people had with Dwayne was Dwayne couldn't shoot. But Dwayne could get to the basket. He was a finesse player. He was a good ball handler and a finesse player. But but Wade learned how to shoot. He got better at it um, as as his career grew. Ben doesn't seem interested in putting in the work that Dwayne did. Like Dwayne, first of all, Dwayne's one of the best defensive shooting guards that's ever played the game. So um, Ben Ben Simmons isn't isn't that. He's not defensively sound. Um, he's good defensively, but he's not. He's nowhere near what Dwayne Wade was. Uh, so I, I, I don't think at the cost of what Ben Simmons is, Ben Simmons can bring the value of what he costs. I don't think Ben Simmons is terrible. I I think he could, he could help a team, but the situation he is cap space, he's going to the Orlando magic or he's going to the Sacramento Kings because he's going to be there just to sell jerseys. That is, you know, he doesn't want to go to any of those teams. Well, he's then go back to Philadelphia. 
go back that no, he thinks he's championship like caliber player. Well, well, stop being with your girlfriend at Wimbledon and get in the gym. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Corey, you're right, a hundred percent. Because I don't even think the New York Knicks would take him right now. I think the Knicks would say, "Hey, we're good with Derrick Rose and Kemba. Don't come by our team. Like we're not sniffing you. We're not smelling you. We know he's not going to Brooklyn. We know he's not going to go to Atlanta. He's not coming to Miami. He's not going to Denver. He's not going to the Lakers, Clippers." Uh, definitely, maybe the only opportunity, maybe, maybe, and I don't think it would work out well because Dame Lillard is a workhorse and he 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 puts in the work and so does CJ McCollum, but he possibly could go to Den- to Portland. Wouldn't work there. He's not going to Utah. Not going to Phoenix. Not going to Denver. Uh, maybe Minnesota because that they're under new ownership and they want to build the brand. Maybe Minnesota, but. Carl Anthony Towns ain't going to deal with that. He's put in his work. He's grown as a player. Carl Anthony Towns went from somebody you thought might be a bust to, hey, he's put in the work. He's gotten better. So does Carl Anthony Towns want to play with him? Probably not because he, uh, Cat is just like Embiid. He's not as good as Embiid, but he's getting to that level. So I don't – if you can't play with Embiid, you definitely can't play with Carl Anthony Towns. So maybe Detroit – I mean, one of the, he's going to have to go to one of these cities that have no hope and just need to sell jerseys, and then he can be no, the guy. Is there? I mean, because he was a high draft pick for a reason, right? Is there a coach that can fix him? Unless you can take out his coitus with one of the Kardashians, then no, <laughs> his career's over. Like if I was I mean, a coach, if I was a coach or, or a, a general manager of a team and an owner, I would walk into my locker room day one and be like, "If I catch any of you guys with a Kardashian during the season, off season, we're cutting you." Just how it I mean, is. If I, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, he was the number one overall draft pick. He was. And, he was and, very uh, good at LSU. I mean, it, I'm sure there are coaches that could help, but they're one of the coaches that don't want him. I think Smolster can help him, but he's not coming to Miami. There, there's you a know, lot of guys that could. There's a lot of guys that could. I think Thibodeau's a great coach. Uh, look, Doc Rivers isn't bad. Is he overrated? Yes. Doc Rivers isn't a bad coach. Um, How could you Kerr, say that? Yeah. I think Steve Kerr's <laughs> a great coach. He's definitely not going to, to Golden State. Um, I mean, Car- Doc had him and couldn't help. Yeah. Yeah. Rick Carlisle, great coach. Not going to be able to do anything with him. Like, the, the, you just – Mike D'Antoni's a great coach. Not going to be able to do anything. The, the, he, he doesn't want to put the work in. He doesn't. And when you have a guy – like Embiid, who rarely do we see a seven-footer like Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is amazing. When there was rumors that he might come to the Heat, as much as I love Bam out of bio, I would get rid of Bam in two seconds to have Joel Embiid. Two seconds. It wouldn't even. I wouldn't even think about it. I'd be like, see you, Bam. Bring me Chris. You, you're telling me if we had Butler, Embiid, and Lowry, that's a championship. That's but a championship. Embiid like a, you know, he's always hurt and stuff or no? Yeah, but he's the only guy in Philly. So when you when you have to be the only guy, you're going to put your body on the line a lot more. So I think when you come to a team like Miami, if he was going to be paired with Jimmy Butler, he wouldn't have have to do majority of the work. Ben can't shoot. Ben's afraid to shoot. And late in games, Ben's afraid to get into physicality as far as the defense. Like, like if you look at Ben Simmons and Devin Booker, right? They're about the same height. I would 
10 times out of 10, take Devin Booker over Ben Simmons. 10 oh, times yeah. out of 10. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Wouldn't even be close. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I think he has Devin Booker by like three inches, as a matter of fact. How crazy is that? They're both guards, and he's got Devin Booker by more height, but yet. Yeah, uh, Ben Simmons is like 6'9, six, 6'10. Six, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. And uh, so for him to be out here making his. I can't play with Embiid and win a championship. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Let me rephrase that. You can't play with anybody and win a championship. That's what it is. Because LeBron ain't taking you. If you think you're going to late, LeBron ain't taking you. If you think you're going to go to Brooklyn, KD, Harden, and 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 uh, Kyrie aren't taking you. Derrick Rose and Kemba aren't taking you. Trey Young ain't taking you. Butler ain't taking you. Like, who, where, where are you going, bro? The Bulls... The Bulls want the Bulls chose Lonzo Ball over you, brother. Zach Levine said, "No, no, 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 no. Give me Lonzo." Okay, so you're saying because Simmons is saying he can't play with Embiid because Embiid doesn't fit his style of play. But I don't. Understand. So, so you're saying that there's no team he can go to where he will surprise you, and Ben Simmons will be like, "Whoa." No, I don't think there's a I, I single think, team. I, I, <laughs> I, I I mean I think it's a team like, like as you mentioned earlier like a Sacramento that he could shine on. He's not gonna go to Sacramento. <laughs> then get get go back to go back to Philly. Get your ass on your private jet. Fly across the country. Get in the gym. Learn to win a championship with Embiid. Because hey, here's the thing: what's gonna happen? The Sixers are still gonna be good next year without you. Embiid's gonna be in the playoffs competing without you. They're going to find your replacement and maybe compete for a championship without you. So you need to figure it out because you ain't a star, bro. You ain't a star, bro. You, you well, need I, to be able to score. I don't think he has a no trade clause, so it's not like he can just say, no, nah, I'm not playing for Sacramento. If they trade you. Yeah. But he he's not going to be happy in Sacramento. He won't even show up. Come on, he's he not going to show up. He, he might. He, he, he'll be in the state of California. Yep. Um. You know. Um, I don't know. He, he'll be the star of the team. He'll show he'll up be. and make it vocal that he's like, okay, I'm only here temporarily. I'm out of here. Buddy Hyde would beg to be traded. Buddy Hyde would be like, get me out of here, bro. I'll go back and play in Haiti, bro. Get me out it, of here. It, it won't. It won't be. It won't be as much pressure in Sacramento. There won't be any he, pressure. He won't, yeah, so he he won't get criticized. You know, he won't, because, that's right. He won't even be on TV, Corey. They, they will have zero <laughs> TV games. Yeah, that's so, the thing. You know, I don't think I've ever seen a Sacramento game. <laughs> Only time I've ever seen Sacramento games is when they play the Heat on Valley Sports. That's it. No, you I know, in, that. in Philly they've been on this ten-year process, <laughs> and no <laughs> trust in it. And he, you know, the spotlight's on him. I mean, he's been doing a good job of hiding until the last <laughs> year or so. Because we, like, last year, the last two years have been clear, at least to me. Um, you know, I think I called it early. Like, hey, this has been Simmons guy. I don't know about him. He a joke. He, he a joke. Yeah. He, he's hiding in plain sight. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as we get closer to the NBA season, which this is going to be a fun season. There's a lot of power teams in the NBA this year. When we look at the Lakers, they bringing back Rondo and, and, and Anthony Davis and the, the star power they have. The Clippers, who who did pretty damn well last year, 
they're back. Um, so you have those guys. You have uh, the the uh, the Portland Trailblazers. They get a little bit stronger. All the drama of Dame uh, being traded. He's not going anywhere. The Bulls, uh, they put together a pretty decent squad. The Knicks are going to get stronger. The Mavericks are one of my favorite teams out there. You still have you still have the Suns. You still have the Jazz and Denver. The Heat are are ramping up. That you got the Nets. Uh, Atlanta is a good team. The, the uh, it stinks that we got rid of uh, Drogic, but he goes to um, to Toronto. Toronto gets a little bit better. So I mean, there's Cat and what he's doing out in in Minnesota. I think this is going to be one of the best NBA seasons we get. We returned from the bubble last year. It was a little clunky at the beginning of the season, but man, did the NBA turn it on at the end of last year. And the fact that they're going to be the, um, they're going to be, uh, they're almost 100% vaccinated in the NBA. They're, they're very close to every single person being vaxxed. So the we're going to, yeah. So we're going to have this great season of fans in the stands. I, I didn't go to a single heat game last year. I think I'm going to go this year because I think there's a lot of good teams coming to town. I, 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 I'm on the Lowry train. I, I'm sold. I'm in it. I, I, I want to see what happens with Oladipo. If they bring back Victor Oladipo, how healthy he's going to be. But I think that he got a pretty complete roster. So as we get closer, I'm excited to see what happens. And Ben Simmons, you dumb shit. Get on your plane. <laughs> stick your tail between your legs. Go back to Philadelphia. Apologize to Doc. Apologize to Embiid. Apologize to the front office because you're not as good as you think you are. And if you don't no want to end up in Sacramento or Orlando, which may, maybe you want to be in Orlando, you, you go ride the teacups at Disney. Get you know they got the <laughs> Jurassic Park ride at Universal. You know, so when you phone it in, you can go have fun uh, in in, in uh, you know the the world's happiest place. Um, so if but not, do you, do, do you think at this point? He's at the point of no return with Philly. Like he can't, maybe he can't fix that relationship. The relationship called out their biggest star. He, he is a locker room cancer. The problem about him being a locker room cancer and his, his situation, which is different than, than Harden and Westbrook and Beal and wall, all these guys that have moved on is his money's too much. His, his money is way too much and it's not going to fit anywhere. The only place his, his money fits is in Philadelphia and Philadelphia knows this. And that's why they're asking such a hefty price. Cause when you move somebody like that, they're, like Philadelphia is not going to give you to take him to take him. Like they're, they're not going to give you pieces to take away Ben Simmons. Now we've seen this in other places. Like when the heat brought Lowry in, Toronto was like, look, we we really can't afford Kyle Lowry. He's a good player. We want him here. We just can't afford him. So, like, we'll take the aging Drogic. And Drogic's great. Like, Drogic did a very good job here. There's no doubt about it. But Kyle Lowry is a better player than Drogic. Not, not saying it's, 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 it's a massive amount of difference, but Kyle Lowry is a better player. Um, there's There's no piece where you can take Ben Simmons and put him somewhere and say that the value of his contract without getting anything else in return, and, and the Sixers don't really have much to tie to him. So the Sixers aren't going to, they're not, first of all, the Sixers aren't going to pay 
for a majority of his contract. They're not, they're not going to give you 40% of that contract. Maybe the 10%, maybe, but that contract's so high that there's no way for the team taking on Simmons to get, to get equal value for the money they're about to eat. So he's going to go back. And if he doesn't go back, he's not going to get paid and he's not going to play. And when you have diminishing skills to begin with, his skill set's not going to get better by not playing in the NBA against the best talent. So he's got no choice. Stick your tail between your legs, head your ass back to Philadelphia and get booed every time you come out onto the home court because those fans are going to stand. Those fans are going to stand by and beat. They're not going to stand by uh, Ben Simmons. Like Philadelphia is not the city you want to piss off. Like they're really not. Uh, this, is, this is a city that threw batteries at Santa Claus. You don't think they're going to boo you when you attack their best player who stood by the process? Like, come on. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> especially how he's been acting. You know, yeah, yeah the fans are going to jump on him pretty quickly, which is why, you know, I I don't think he can just be in that environment. I, I don't think he can go back. No, but the fans will remember all those like game winning fourth quarter shots that he hit and stuff like that. <laughs> but it's something we'll monitor once again. I, I just I just don't think there's a market for him. He's too expensive. He's too expensive. And the only well, team then, and I, then he and the Sixers are scarred. Look, the Magic lost Aaron Gordon to to Denver. It was a big yeah. loss. That was a big loss for Orlando because Aaron Gordon's a very nice player. Um, he, he That's where he's going. If you don't want to go back to Philly, you're going to Orlando or you're going to Sacramento, man. That's that's it. Um, you know, we, we got in the chat that Golden State would be a good fit for him, but he, the, Golden State's not going to pay that. Golden State has to pay. They, they just paid Steph Curry. They got to see what's going on um, with um, – uh, the other Clay Thompson. with Clay Thompson, see how he rehabs, how healthy he's going to be. They're already in a tough yeah. situation because go ahead, Cor. And where, where would he play though? I mean, exactly. Steph at point, Clay at shooting guard, Wiggins. Yeah, there, there's no place for him in, in Golden State at that money. Everybody fits in Golden State. <laughs> Everybody does. Like you could take any player in the NBA, put him in Golden State, and they'll succeed. It's just, it's just how it is. Um, <laughs> but. They're already going to lose Draymond after this year because they can't, they can't. Like it's going to come down to: do we pay um, Clay or do we pay Draymond? And like I, I truly believe this is the last year of Draymond on this on, on Golden State. So th- that's one of the best franchises right now, and it's crazy to think like Golden State. Golden State is, uh, and he can't play the three because Draymond plays the three. Um, so I, it, it's it's crazy to watch. Um, a great organization like Golden State, they won't sink themselves with a guy like Ben Simmons. It, it, it just won't happen. Um, so, like I said, I, to me, it's you're, you're going to Detroit, you're going to Orlando, or you're going to Sacramento. Um, you're gonna go. You're gonna go. That's right. Draymond does play the four. I don't know why he said he played the three. Um, yeah, and Wiggins is Wiggins. Yeah, that's correct. I got Wiggins in uh, Draymond's positions mixed up. Um, but that that's where he's going. He's a jersey salesman. If if he leaves Philadelphia, he's going to a team just to sell jerseys. That's it. And it, and, and it ain't gonna be fun where you're going, bro. And it ain't gonna be fun. Have fun in Memphis. Have fun in have fun in Memphis. 
have fun in Detroit, have fun in Orlando, have fun in Sacramento. Cause that like the, how bad is this that bro, you're not even getting signed by new Orleans, dude. Like it, new Orleans is going to stay away from you because they don't want you infecting Zion. Oh, well, it's, uh, it's a problem. Philly has to do it. Yeah. If I, if I was, uh, I, I'm dead serious. If I was his agent, I'd be like, look, man, we got to stop talking. We're too expensive. I like, I did like, if I'm his agent, I'm calling him up and I'm going, Hey man, I did too good of a job getting you paid by Philly. And because of the amount of money I got you paid, nobody's taking you. And unless you want me getting on a plane to visit you in Orlando, uh, Memphis, Detroit, or Sacramento, you better take it. Just, just uh, apologize to whoever you got to apologize and head back to Philly. I mean, some of these players just need a public relations person. Oh, terrible. Because... <laughs> They just come out and say crazy things and and drop their stock all the time. And and the crazy thing is, is like, you're you're not James Harden. Like James Harden is a scoring machine. You're not LeBron. LeBron is one of the best. Uh, yeah, he's he's one of the best. Uh, yeah, this is this is this is a good thing uh, that that I am reading. And the, and and the money would work out this way. And it would be. This actually would be one of the best trade scenarios, and that's why I keep bringing up uh, Sacramento, but this would be great. So Buddy Hyde and, and Fox would, would equate salary cap-wise for Ben Simmons. Nobody in Sacramento is going to say, like, like, they'll know it's a bad trade. But if you can get Buddy Hyde and DeAndre Fox to Philadelphia to replace Ben Simmons, that Philly team would be sick. Sick. Oh yeah, and, that's, and that's the money. Great, the money great. works. The money works in that trade. The money would work. So you can make like if you're Sacramento and going, look, we're gonna have to pay these guys eventually. We don't want to pay two guys. They're not like like they're not jersey sellers. Like Hyde and Fox don't sell what Ben Simmons would sell. Like people in Sacramento would get excited for well, the novice basketball fan would get excited for Ben Simmons. The true basketball fan would know they're getting absolutely robbed in that. But the money yeah. works. The money would the money, work. The money works. Uh, that would be a fantastic trade for Philly. Yeah. But why would Sacramento want to do that? Because they, I mean, they, they're going to take years back. They're, they're taking years back. Of, they're going to have to rebuild all over again. because well, Simmons, they, do that, they do that every year. Well, <laughs> but, but Fox and Buddy Hill, like, that's like, 40 plus points a game and you're bringing in someone who scores less than 10. So we got, we got a fan in the chat group. The Jaguars fan. Oh, welcome back. He just said, he just said he's a Sacramento Kings fan. I thought I liked misery by being a Marlins. Uh, I don't believe that. That's impossible. I don't believe that. His his favorite baseball team. Absolutely. Then has to be like the Arizona Orioles. The, the Orioles or the Diamondbacks has to be. Has, has to be. How do you like the Jaguars and the Kings? How do you how do you like? It? You have to like mass. You have to be a masochist to like both of those teams. You have That's to say, not true. How That's bad true. can I feel during basketball season and then reciprocate that feeling in football season? I don't believe. Would <laughs> be the equivalent and, in hockey, the and, Maple Leafs. And hold on, and, no, the Maple Leafs are pretty good right now. And he's an FSU fan as well. Oh my god. No, I don't believe any of that. That's impossible. 
Yeah, I don't believe them. Oh, the, the pain. Like, oh, and if that's and true, if that's true, he has so many scars in his wrist. It's it's got to happen like when Jay Will was there. Like you have to be a that, fan. That cannot be possible. <laughs> and on top of that, he talks trash. Clearly, clearly, mental stability isn't a thing when you're Sacramento and Jack White. I don't think Sacramento has any fans anywhere, yeah. even in Sacramento. Yeah. <laughs> their fans, I, could, their I fans used to like Sacramento with like Chris Webber and Jay Will. Jay Will were there. That's um, got to be it. That's yeah, that, that one or two seasons, right? How do you ride with that? I couldn't. They I made couldn't. it to the Western Conference Finals Game Seven and lost to the Lakers. Yeah, but oh god, that, like that's that's decades of misery. Oh god, that's rough. Yeah, no, I don't. That's that, rough. No. But no, that would be an amazing trade. That, that the money worked for that one. But other than that, uh, Ben Simmons, tail between the legs, get 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 back to to Philly because you're not going to like any situation you're in if you don't go back. Too expensive. <laughs> you, your your uh, your agent did too good of a job getting you paid. All right, so we got to move on uh, because there's a lot of NFL to talk about. Uh, we're going to recap last week. We'll move into this week. Uh, but before we do, I was listening. So local radio is dead here in South Florida, where we where we reside. It's dead. The, the last, the last big name, uh, you know, Joe Rose is still around. Zadlow's still around. Brendan Tobin's still around. Hawkman's still around. That's Zazzle about. It. The best right now. That's about it. That's about all we have in local radio here is Jonathan Zaslow, Brendan Tobin, Mark Hawkman, and. Um, and uh, Shannon Crowder. That's it. Everything else in South Florida is syndicated. There was a guy that I think all three of us grew up listening to on sports radio. Defo, uh, uh, Jeff DeForest. All right. I listen to him. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Uh, mm-hmm. All three of us, when we were at Connecticut School of Broadcasting, we got to do a broadcast with him. He, he's super, super in- great. Uh, person he helped a lot of kids pursue their broadcasting career. He took um, uh, Mike Lubitz, made him a, a staple. He, he was very, um, you know, very, very humble and, and respectful and uh, loyal to Mike Lubitz. Um, he helped a lot of broadcasters down here as well. He, he was very interactive with a lot of the broadcasters down here. And uh, as uh, corporate media, uh, takes over just so you know why podcasting is becoming a bigger thing. And you look at Dan Levertard, who who left Terrestrial Radio, who, who, who was syndicated, making good money, is commercial radio for sports talk is is no more for the fans. It, it, it does not care about its listeners. And Defo has been on air for the past 11 years on iHeartRadio. And... Yeah brought in a lot of advertising money when I was there, when I was, when I was um, producing for um, the, the Diz and Troy Stratford show. And then uh, for the Andy Slater show, um, Defo was on that network and, and he brought in a lot of money. And so it's unfortunate that uh, one of the guys uh, down here um, is no longer employed and on the airwaves in South Florida. So that's uh, just something I wanted to get out, man, because, um, you know, it's what? somebody. Yeah, he he is no longer part of uh, iHeartMedia. They decided to go syndicated. What? Just like, just like every other station down here, 
and they replaced him in the morning and they will do syndication radio uh, now. So now oh in South Florida, there is only one station that you can get morning talk radio and 560 does Joe Rose early in the morning. And then uh, so you have Joe Rose competing against Brendan Tobin and Leroy Horde. And then it goes to the afternoon on one of the stations it goes straight syndication, Saslow, and then both stations go into Mark Hockman and um, and Janet uh, uh, Crowder. Crowder, and then boom, right back into syndication. So why don't uh, we have Colin Radio anymore? Uh, Zaslow brought brought it back now. Oh, he does do call-ins. He does. Yeah, he does call-ins now. Oh. I heard it this past week. Won't he be much. Calls. Won't be much longer than until Zaslow's uh, fired as well. Then. But why? <laughs> I like to hear my fellow Dolphin fan in Miami. I don't care to hear about, you know, a, like a Jets fan in New York in some national radio show. Yeah, it, it's crazy. And, and and to go with what Chris is saying, that's kind of what we're here. I hear more talk about uh, Zach Wilson than I do about Tua Tagovailoa. I hear more talk about what's going on with the Knicks than I do – with what's going on with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and Kyle Lowry. I hear more about the Rangers than, by the way, the Rangers, I hear more about them than the Panthers and the Panthers are the number six rated team heading into the NHL season. We have, we have a way better team than the Rangers. I hear more about them than I do about, uh, I hear more about the Knicks than uh, the Rangers than I do about the, the Panthers. So it's disheartening, man. It's disheartening. And, and so that's why we do this show um, it is, you know, it's, we try to make it as national as possible to, to get into everybody who tunes in and listens to us. But obviously you can tell we have a theme. We're a little bit South Florida centric. Um, but, uh, it, it, it's, it's becoming a little disheartening as we watch our, our, uh, you know, the guys we grew up that made us passionate about this business and, and, and want to be a part of it. It's, it's, it stinks as we watch them all, uh, get turned away for syndicated radio. Yeah, that, uh, I, I can't. I can't listen to the syndicated right there. I don't like the national because I, I, I spend so much time waiting to hear about my team. Like I'm waiting, just waiting through the show, and they never really get to it. To be honest, <laughs> uh, so man, that's that's just terrible news to hear. Yeah, it was it was a big shock to see that Defoe because he brings in advertising money, and that, that when I was there, that that's what keeps you like. Just to give a, I guess I'll 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 pull the the curtain and let you guys all behind it. Um, it used to be back in the day you had to be talented, and if you were talented, you got on air because like Howard Stern, he, he was very entertaining, and advertisers lined up and like I want to be on that show. That guy's entertaining. He pulls ratings. I started to go away as sales and advertising dollars became more of a thing. It was how much money can you, as a host, get me. As a station, how much can you go out and sell for me? And once that happened, it was no longer how talented are you, but how much more money can you personally go out and get me? Like my like, so a radio station has a sales team, and they go out and they try to sell your show. But then the host also has to go out and sell his show. So when you hear when you hear guys talk about oh my cousin's car place or this that. Like the host has to go out and sell it as well. So that's why local radio is dying because why pay? Why am I going to pay a radio host and, a, and producers 
to do a show here, which is going to cost my station more money, when I could just go to this syndicated show, sell advertising dollars for my station, pull in, because we're, we're, we're already an affiliate of CBS or iHeart or whatever, so we're already paying this guy. So whatever advertising dollars we pull in here locally, majority of that comes to us, and only a percentage of that goes to the syndicated radio host. Because remember, the syndicated radio host is going to pull in those percentages from all over the country compared to when we're here locally the radio dj is going to take a majority of that and the station gets a percentage so just like corporate america all the big wigs at the radio stations all the hierarchies and and then you know the program directors and then the station managers they need to get more money in their pockets so how do you do that make sure that we're syndicated and we don't have any local radio djs that's how you do it and then unfortunately defo has become a part of that and it, it's a sad day to see and it'll be a sad day if it if we lose more local guys because this south florida used to flourish we used to have four sports stations here i'm sorry if this is boring people um but it, it does lead to why we are here um but you know because this is give you guys we've been doing this for over 10 years uh off and on the sports nuts when we first got started um we we did have opportunities to go to stations um there was an opportunity for us uh there used to be a competition at 560 um where they uh the the sports brothers they they had won it the first year and they had gotten a show but we had been um i can't remember his name uh he was from boston but we were doing a show in in studio at 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 connecticut school of broadcasting um he the guy was the program director at the time at 560 he listened to us do our show after the show, he told us about the competition. He said, you guys are going to be in it. And he pretty much led us to believe that we were we were going to be good at, at, at winning it. Unfortunately, he got fired. He was no longer the program director. Things changed there. Even the Sports Brothers got let go. Uh, then we had meetings with 940, uh, the station that Devo was at. So, you know, things, th- th- things were there for us. And, but why we're here and we never got on air is we got in – Unfortunately, as this change of syndication came and 560 and 790 ended up coming together and 640, uh, they, I mean, they're as bankrupt as you could possibly be. So unfortunately, what once was a prosperous South Florida sports scene with the, with the, the you know, unfortunate news that Defoe no longer is in, in, in the South Florida sports scene um, with Luby, you, you can see why. A, a up and coming show that had some traction never got to where it needed to get to. So a little behind the curtain. Yeah. Yes. So don't know like the whole syndication thing. <laughs> yep. That's it. It's where it's it's all going. It. So uh Sacramento fans, you'll probably never hear about your team. <laughs> all right. Uh let's move into the football week. We made some uh picks. And uh, we did all right. We did all right. We, we, we uh, once again, did not have the best of weeks. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, Thursday night, we, we nailed this one. Um, I, I don't think there was any way not to get it. Um, Christian McCaffrey goes down, but doesn't really hurt the Panthers. Uh, DJ Moore, big week for DJ Moore. Uh, Sam Darnold. Looking, looking like the, uh, the guy that, that uh, the Jets drafted. 
so he's turning into everything the Jets, the Jets had hoped and dreamed for. The only problem is they traded him, and he is no longer on that team. Uh, even after losing McCaffrey, uh, Panthers, they go 3-0 and as they've beaten the, the Texans. As the Texans dropped to one and two with their only win over Jacksonville, uh, they they were in a somewhat competitive battle in the first half against the the Browns, and then they got smoked as uh, Tyrod was out. Tyrod once again missed this game. Uh, I don't think Tyrod being in would have made any difference. Yeah, uh, might have made a little difference. Yep, but Chris, did you pick the Texans because you uh, you thought no. Tyrod was going to play? No, we all picked Carolina, so we nailed that one. Um, this one I lost. Um, this is what happens when you think that Car- that that Carson Wentz is going to show up, and Jonathan Taylor is going to show up, and and that Colts defense at some point was going to do something, and they did nothing. Uh, yeah. Derrick Henry, man, he's back. I don't know what happened to Derrick Henry in Week One, but Derrick Henry's back. The Titans, uh, they roll the Colts. He's bigger, yeah, <laughs> bigger, taller. I don't know what <laughs> this game wasn't even competitive it, it, it's crazy um the, the colts it, it is it's done right the colts are done like there's nothing you've seen with the colts where you're like yeah they're gonna be competitive and they're gonna uh, get their ass kicked this week so okay <laughs> yeah uh yeah they don't look impressive at all at any phase of anything wentz looks you know we we thought maybe a different scenery would help wentz but he looks mediocre looks shot yeah, it's crazy that when the Texans have um, Tyrod in there, I have the Texans as the second best team in the in the South because I, I and with the talent that the Colts have, they they should they should be competing with the Titans. Now it's early in the season; it's very early. There's time for for something to turn around. Maybe Jace, Jacob Eason comes in and uh, he, he he lights a fire uh, under this Colts team. But right now, man, this is. Uh, Tennessee's going to run away. If Tennessee plays the way they played the last two weeks, um, Tennessee will run away with this division. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this this one was a barn burner, man. This God, uh, what a terrible, what a what a terrible game, and uh, what a heartbreaker. If you're a New York Giants fan, to lose the same way, two weeks in a row, last second field goals. Oh man, do I feel for Giant fans? You're you're an offsides on a field goal and a few yards <laughs> short of being two and one. And now you're oh and three with losses <laughs> to the one and two uh, uh, Washington Football Club and the dismal one and two Falcons. So uh, I judge uh, your your time in New York might be up because Danny Dimes, your time is absolutely up. I mean, yeah, I guess. Is Danny Dimes getting criticized? I'm not hearing much about him. Yeah. Oh I, no, I no, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's no. <laughs> Especially oh, only Tua. Tua is the only quarterback being talked about poorly. No, Danny Apparently. Dimes is absolutely being criticized. He's a hundred percent. No, and not and not to the illogical, stupid extent that Tua gets criticized. Right. Until he gets criticized like that, the my. Boy's not getting criticized, okay? He's not going to have a job after this year. What are you talking about? Being criticized. He's going to have no job. Danny Dimes is going to be jobless. He's the next Marcus Mariota. But the way we're going, I'm surprised I ever see two again, ever, anywhere, ever. Well, not, He's going to disappear a, from the face of the earth. Well, for the next three weeks, he is. 
Um, speaking of Tua, uh, the quarterback the Dolphins should have drafted, Justin Herbert, he goes off. They beat the Chiefs 30 to 24 in Everyone, Arrowhead. everyone was saying, don't you dare draft Herbert over Tua. Everyone. I don't want to hear this crap of uh, the Dolphins got it wrong. Everyone and their fat mother was saying, get Herbert. Why, why I'm sorry, get Tua fat? done. Why Herbert. is everybody's mother fat? Like, why are they got to be fat, Chris? Huh? Why is everybody's I'm from the fat? old school where if you're like, okay, at a certain age, if you're a mother, you get fat, okay? This new thing where you're 50 years old and a MILF and all this. Okay, okay, I don't live in that. Everyone and their fat mother wanted to, uh, okay, and whatever. So I don't want to hear about the Dolphins blew it. Screw you. You know everyone was saying, good to her, good to her. So what, so what happens with the Chiefs now? Because outside of the Browns game where they, they had no turnovers, uh, Patrick Mahomes seems to not be, be able to get three. They could easily. They should be over three. They're a month punt away from being going three. How crazy is that? With with it's it's insane. So what what's wrong with the Chiefs? What what what's go- Clyde Edward Hilaire fumbles away uh, their win against Baltimore, and and now Patrick Mahomes, who was like uh, automatic in September, is no longer automatic. Uh, uh, you have Andy Reid. He goes to the hospital after the game. Um, what is it's the defense? They're like, gonna be fine. They're gonna. Be yeah, fine. I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna panic with them. Uh, they they played a top, you know, five team in Cleveland. Beat them. Who who they who they beat? Who's their first uh loss? Then they lost to Baltimore. They lost Clyde to Baltimore Edwards, with which the they should have. They should have won, but Clyde edwards helaire fumbled it away. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, never, uh, ever gonna forget it. <laughs> A competitive Baltimore team, and then the division game. They always lose the division game. Even when they went 14-2, and two, they lost to yeah. Oak, uh, Oakland at Oakland. the time. Correct, correct. Yeah. So uh, I'm not ready to panic on them. They're going to get it together. They're going to add Josh Gordon. He's going to get a 1,000-yard season uh, in that offense. You think the weed's good in Kansas City? Because <laughs> I think that's the only way they're keeping them clean is like, oh, where's the one city with the shittiest weed in the country? Kansas City. Okay. Josh Gordon might have a thousand yards in one game. <laughs> He's yeah, going to be awesome. He's going to be perfect, so good. Perfect team to go to. He's so yeah. big and strong, and like he, oh, he's going to he's going to destroy people. Oh, it's going to take him about. It's probably going to take him about three weeks to get in game you know, shape you know do you know the great thing about kansas city they don't have to worry about him till the playoffs they're like dude we don't we don't need you till we get to the playoffs like <laughs> we'll get there you just get in shape learn the playbook we don't need you till week 17 yeah but it is it is a little concerning as far as Mahomes turning over the ball yeah which he that's, doesn't, that's the crazy stuff. Sets him. i mean he, he's trying he, he needs to I, I think he needs to cut down on the no look passes he, he threw an interception off that no yeah. look pass like how about you look because the person was wide open. How about you look? How about you look? How about you look? What an answer. Um, this, this is the surprise team of the season. I, I don't know how they're doing this. Um, they very well could be. They very well could be 3-0. and Very well could be 3-0. and But the 2-1 and Bengals go into Pittsburgh. And, and Pittsburgh fans, I know it's early in the season. You're done now. You're the bottom dwellers of the AFC yeah. North. You will out you allow the Cincinnati Bengals to come into your city and beat you by two touchdowns. Done. It's Done. Terrible. Since I don't even see how they beat 11 and 0. They have a losing record. Yep. Since that point, they have a losing record. So 
Come on. It's not even close, actually. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, there, there was no point in that in that game with Pittsburgh that you look back and go, oh, man, they had a shot. Nope. It, it was it was uh, all it was all Cincinnati. And here's the crazy thing. So Cincinnati lost to the Bears. OK, the week prior, 1720. You had three consecutive drives that Joe Burrow uh, turned the ball over. If it wasn't for the Bears defense getting two pick sixes. The Bengals, despite three turnovers, would have won that game and been three nothing, three and zero. The Bengals would be in first place in the AFC North if it wasn't for three straight turnovers. They would have they they were beating the Bears. They were handling the Bears if it wasn't for three straight turnovers uh, and two defensive touchdowns. Uh, the Bengals are three and zero. Could you like the Bengals, who everybody said was wrong? For taking Jamar Chase and not taking uh, the offensive lineman that's in uh, an ACL, uh, they're they're three turnovers away, and, and those turnovers weren't because the offensive line was getting crushed, it, it, like they're just bad throws by Joe Burrow. Um, so you, you have this Bengals team now two and one. I don't think they're better than than the the Browns and and the Ravens, but they're they're going to push the Browns and Ravens when they play them. Um, so. Be, I, mean, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, I mean, Pittsburgh sucks. So. No, Pittsburgh. I mean, I think, I think Roethlisberger is done. He's make, he makes so throws. No one's, criti- no one's critical of Ben for whatever reason, but he makes some terrible throws. Yeah, if no, you, he's washed. He's if won. you watch these games, I feel so bad for Najee Harris because when you, when they drafted him, like, oh, he'll, he'll be fine. Like, he's going to be good. He's a receiver. He gets, he gets beat up so much in these games because they use him in every aspect. Like, I think the only completions Big Ben has during the games is to Najee Harris. And I've watched this guy get hit so hard as a rookie. He's impressive. He's doing what you expect him to do. But, man, he he is just getting mauled. Man, I think there was like a fourth and 13 play and they threw it like three yards to him and he's spinning and jumping over people getting hit. Like, <laughs> they just used him as a battering ram. Like, why even? Th- it's fourth and 13. Why throw yeah. it three yards uh, to him? He's and watch be, him do work. He's going to be the first rookie to retire after his rookie season. Like, his body's <laughs> going to be so broken. I, like, when they drafted him, man, I'm telling you, you're like, oh, he's, he's a good fit for Pittsburgh. They need a, a workhorse back. And then you're watching this going, why are they trying to kill this man? What did he do wrong? Like, throw the ball to somebody else. Give the ball to somebody else on the offense. Stop giving it to him. He's not, he doesn't even have a, uh, he's still on his rookie deal for the next three years. Help him. But this was the Steelers team that went into Buffalo and beat them. Oh, yeah, I have, yeah, I have um, no idea how they beat Buffalo yeah. at this point. Listen, I feel like every time Najee Harris touches the ball, there's something that's going to pop up on the bottom to give donations to him uh, for his body being broken and having to retire after his rookie year. And I just hear the sa- that song in the arms of an angel playing in the background. <laughs> every single time he, Najee Harris touches it. it. I feel so bad for that kid. Literally every time he touches the ball. Um, that brings us to one of the most – look, I'm a Browns fan. Everybody knows this. I'm not going to gloat here and, and say what happened is because the Browns are the greatest team of all time. 
but the defensive performance. The, so, to give you guys an, an understanding, the against the offensive juggernaut that is the Bears. Who who was it, Corey? It was you when I said I would rather face Justin Fields than face Andy Dalton, and this is exactly why. So Justin Tucker kicked a sixty-six yard game-winning field goal. Right? How does that make you feel? That was 15, <laughs> that was fifteen yards more than the Bears' offense accumulated for the whole game. I'm mad. Really? <laughs> the Bears put up forty-six yards of offense in a game. That's it. Jeez. One, oh one, one net yard of passing. I'm sorry. That's worse than thirty-five zip. I'm sorry. That's what. <laughs> oh, it's way worse. As a Browns fan, I'm upset that somehow the Bears got six points. <laughs> yeah, how much score when they? Is, oh, is well, he, your punter muffled another one, so yeah, wonderful. Um, so the the, the Browns win twenty six to six. Um, they they cover the seven. Um, Miles Garrett sets a record uh, for the Browns uh, four and a half sacks in the game. Uh, the Browns sacked the Browns sacked Justin Fields nine times. Damn. They're saying they're saying well, Matt five of them was by Garrett. Four and a half was was by Garrett. They're saying Matt Nagy called a terrible game on purpose because on purpose. he wanted to prove that Justin Fields wasn't ready and that. Andy Dalton was supposed to needs to be the starter still. No, I don't believe that crap. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe, believe that. That. that will like that will. I believe Matt Nagy is a terrible head coach. I, I believe that he doesn't have he does he doesn't have immunity as a head coach. Why would he? Why would he yeah. sabotage? Like yeah, like, why, like, why would he sabotage? He's he's going to be attached to your rookie quarterback that you guys traded up to get. Um, had one net passing yard. In his first game, got sacked nine times. Your offense with Robinson and Montgomery had, and uh, only mustered 40, 40 yards of offense. That's, that's crazy. That has to be some type of record, no? I I would assume. Have you ever seen a game with a guy with one net passing yard? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't Fields, does Fields first game for the rest of his career. The first game he starts, he's gonna be known for the guy who had one net passing yard. The Javion oh, wow. Clowney and and Miles Garrett absolutely swallowed um, Justin Fields all all day. Remember all when they were day. sucking his ass? When they were sucking his ass because he threw this this you know wide open touchdown versus the Dolphins, like fourth team in the yeah. freaking preseason. Come on! Yeah, and then crazy. he came out and said, "Ah, oh, the game." Yeah, how slow is it when you have Javier Clowney and Miles Garrett in your face constantly? (laughs) Constantly. They had a listen. Life comes at you fast. Kareem Hunt had 155 yards in this game. And uh, and and Nick Chubb almost had a hundred. I think I think he had ninety-five. Odell Beckham, five catches. He had a great game. I mean, I wish the Browns could play the Bears every week. (laughs) <laughs> and as I watched the Chiefs lose to the Chargers, I'm like, how the hell are we the only team that didn't beat the Chargers, like the, the Chiefs? We we played better than Careful, the Chargers. You might start another thing with the Browns fans. We played better 
than mm-hmm. the the Ravens and the Chargers did against the Chiefs. But this is what happens when Patrick Mahomes doesn't turn the ball over. It's what happens. It's a Browns thing. <laughs> like you said, Corey, it was a good thing that the Chiefs caught the Browns early. Otherwise, if this was later in the year, the Chiefs would have lost the Browns. Yeah. So good for the Chiefs Absolutely. catching the better team early. <laughs> we thought we thought it was good for the Browns to catch the Chiefs early, but clearly it was better for the Chiefs to catch the Browns early. <laughs> catch the Browns early. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. This one hurt my heart. I was so happy because all the Lamar Jackson dick riders, all the Lamar Jackson, oh, Lamar put the Ravens on his back and beat the Chiefs and blah, 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 blah. Lamar, 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 Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. Oh, how great is Lamar Jackson? He's the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. And Aaron I was like, up hates I was so ready to come on the show and be like, fuck everybody who loves Lamar Jackson. You went to Detroit and you fucking lost to the Lions. And what does Justin Tucker do? He gets the luckiest goddamn bounce I've ever seen a kicker get in my life. How many times do we watch football and a kicker kicks a 66-yarder and it hits the crossbar and doesn't boink in the right direction? But Justin (laughs) Tucker and the Ravens, who must have sucked God's football dick, somehow gets the luckiest bounce, deflates all Lions fans, and in the process of just winning a game they shouldn't have won, gets the record for the longest field goal kick. And now we had to watch all goddamn weekend Justin Tucker, fuck John Harbaugh, man, and his bullshit or whatever Harbaugh brother it is that coaches that goddamn God. team. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care who, which one it is. Him and his stupid khaki pants. I hate the Ravens so much, man. For Aaron's psyche, I hope, I hope the Browns win the division because if the Ravens do, oh, oh my God. The Ravens are the luckiest team this season. They lose to the Raiders in, 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 in the craziest game. And I was so happy because finally the ball didn't bounce the way the Raiders, the Ravens are used to. Then they play Kansas City. They should have lost to Kansas City. But what does Clyde Edwards Hilaire do? He fumbles the goddamn football late and gives Lamar a win. And then here, what happens? A 66-yard field goal. No way Justin Tucker's into this. Boink. Yeah, the Lions. Nope, they didn't win. <laughs> Uh, they are, they are I was so I was so excited to text you guys and go. The state of Ohio is the leaders of the NFC for the AFC North. I was so, like, I didn't even care we were going to be tied with the Bengals. I was just ecstatic that the that the Ravens and the, yeah. and the Steelers were going to be at the bottom of the AFC North. It didn't matter. We were three games in, and then Justin Tucker's little puny ass, 66 goddamn yard, doink, and over. I was like, no, Aaron, no. Aaron, I've offered it before, and now I'm going to do it, period. It's for your own good. I'm going to sleep with you in your bed uh. the day before the – the Browns play the Ravens. I'm going to sleep with you in your bed, okay? <laughs> I, hate, I hate the Ravens so much. So I, much. Why do they keep getting so lucky? <laughs> we'll go out to breakfast, okay? If that game if that game was against any other team that wasn't the snake-bitten Lions, if it was against any other team, that ball doesn't go in. But because okay, it's the Detroit Lions... I mean the, the 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 balls to even attempt a sixty six yarder. 
Uh, most teams would just throw a Hail Mary there. That's two weeks in a row, man. Two weeks in a row that Harbaugh is just like, yeah, whatever. Let's do it. I trust my players. And everyone's like, players, coach. He trusts his players. Like, no, no. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, first of all, asshole. Second, <laughs> why is Detroit playing in a dome? <laughs> oh, God. Green Bay doesn't play in a dome. The Bears don't play in a dome. Why does Detroit need to play in a dome? We're going to spoon. I'm going to. Okay. Because you need, you need that support right before the, that Sunday. Guys, me nuts. The luckiest damn team in the world, man. The quarterback Sorry, sucks. Take pictures sucks. of us on his bed, okay? Aaron, I'm going to sleep with you right in your bed. There okay? we go. Let's, uh, let's talk about bad performances. Uh, who the hell are the New Orleans Saints? Anybody know who they are? Raider uh, week uh, one, terrible in week two. And they made the Patriots look apps. They made the Patriots. They made I the Patriots look like the Jets. I was laughing so hard. They made the Patriots look like the Jets. The Patriots, uh, are, terrible. The Patriots are the freaking Jets. <laughs> Good old McCorkle. I don't want to hear any more about McCorkle because what the Saints did. And you can't say the Saints are good because what the Saints did against the Carolina was not good. So, um, <laughs> God, the, the Patriots. And, and here's here's bad news for you, Patriot fans. Tom Brady's coming to town on national TV this week. After a loss. After a loss. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy that game. Oh, Get ready. <laughs> McCorkle might quit football after this one. We got Nahandre Harris retiring. McCorkle might just quit. He might. What, what was that? That Ohio State linebacker that just walked off the field and quit during the game? That might be McCorkle this week. Brian <laughs> Hoyer might be seeing some football time. Okay. I, I like how I like how all the the, the media is. Swimming back into the bushes, like oh my God, about Mac Jones. I haven't heard. I haven't heard one word about Mac Jones. All I've heard this week was how great Trey Lance looked. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's the only thing I've heard. Trey Lance. I haven't heard about Zach Wilson. I haven't heard about Trevor Lawrence. I didn't hear about McCorkle. I didn't hear about. No heard about Tua. <laughs> we did hear that Tua went on the IR. That's right. All I heard about was uh, Trey Lance looked good and. Uh, how great was um, was uh, um, uh, Herbert and uh, uh, who who else got drafted last year? Not Tua. They, they we're talking about Tua Burrow. Yeah, about how good Burrow and Herbert uh, look. Uh, so this the, the Saints man, they they absolutely bastardized uh, the Patriots. Their defense just really dominated yeah. this group of Patriots. Um, this game, even though it was thirty-one to nineteen. Uh, the Jaguars show some life in this game, but then right after this game, they trade, uh, they, they they cut Philip Dorsett, and they, who was on the practice squad, but he's gone. And then they trade like one of their best secondary guys. I don't I don't understand what's going on in in uh, in, in Jacksonville. I I don't think that uh, Urban Meyer understands how the NFL runs. Yeah, like, he doesn't know what he's doing. Like like there's no recruiting, man. Like you can't recruit. Um, well, and if you get rid of your best players, you can't just replace them. Well, he already showed a loser mentality by saying, "Oh, oh, it's like facing Alabama every week in the NFL." Oh, shut up! Just make adjustments. 
Yeah. <laughs> like that means that means you expect to lose. That's what that equates to me. If he well, thinks get, everybody is Alabama. Like you had a you, they probably made um out of out of the three weeks, they made Kyler Murray look somewhat pedestrian. Um I don't think he had a touchdown pass in this game. Uh Murray. I'll tell you right now, uh, Kyler Murray in this game, and just to show you what what Jacksonville's defense did, because uh, Jacksonville struggles with, with scoring. Um, so let's go into the stats here. Because um, at halftime, Jacksonville was leading this game. Jacksonville was winning 13-7. to It was the third quarter that um, really blew this up. Yeah, he had no touchdowns in this game. He went 28 of 34, wow. 316 yards and an interception. They made him pedestrian. Wow. And still lose. Yeah. Uh, the touchdowns came. Terrible team. Yeah. The touchdowns came. 11 carries, 43 yards, two touchdowns uh, by James Conner. Uh, and then uh, seven carries, 19 yards, and one touchdown uh, for um, for Kyler. Um, so, you know, he, he did his best. Uh, he, he went out there and he did his best. Uh, uh, um, a Lamar Jackson impersonation. Um, so yeah, it, it, right, right here. Uh, the the Cardinals defense kept them in this. Where you had two interceptions by Byron Murphy. Um, you you had two forced fumbles, one by Jordan Hicks and and one by Isaiah Simmons. So the defense of of the Cardinals kept them from uh, possibly getting embarrassed uh, by Jacksonville. So. Uh, that, that's the crazy thing about this game is is the Cardinals didn't look great, but because Urban Meyer is stupid and uh, doesn't know how to coach in the NFL, um, the the Cardinals put a, th- a thirty one spot up on them. Uh, and I've said I've said this all along. I'm not super high on Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to be good, but not elite. Um, it's hard to tell because I've never. Terrible. I've never in my life seen a flea flicker return for pick six. How does that happen? Isn't a flea flicker a deception play? Urban Urban Meyer's your coach. That's Uh, what happens. uh, Lawrence made the throw. I mean, a flea flicker? Taking back for a pick six? Like, I've never seen that ever in my life. It's really poor, you know, vision and everything, yeah. Uh, the Bills, uh, they, they were at home against the, the football club. And um, it, this was their most complete game. Granted, they won 35 nothing against Dolphins the prior week. They put 43 up this week. Josh Allen looks like Josh Allen of last year this week. Um, he, did, uh, he, did it, he did it in the first two weeks. He yeah. did really bad. The first yeah, but he, he's come to a, a nice, you know, you get that nice win over the Dolphins last week that, once again, was a lot closer than the score preempted. Um, Washington's got to get this offense going, man. I mean, I know 21 points is a lot. Three touchdowns is a lot, especially in Buffalo. Um, but they got to they gotta figure something out. Um, because Washington's better than what their record is. Their record's one and two. Uh, they lose a heartbreaker week one to the Chargers. That could have gone either way. They, they just were not in this game against the Bills. Um... And yeah, Josh Josh Allen, after this performance, put his name back into the MVP candidacy. Mm. Um, it, it, th- this is tough for me because I like this Washington football club. 
I think they're a lot better than what the record shows. Um, they get that 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 kind of lucky win against the Giants, which saved them from being zero and three. Um, they 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 really, I, I I don't know what it is, man. Like Gibson's a good running back. They have a good running back tandem. They have good wide receivers. They have a, a great tight end in Logan Thomas. Their defense is bad. I know what it is. What is it's it? It's Tyler Tyler Henneke or whatever right. his last name. It, but but it, but, uh, but they did. You, you can't go far with you can't yeah. go far with that guy. Let's not fool ourselves. So, are are they a team that pulls the trigger on Deshaun Watson? Because they have a lot of young talent. Um, they could try. They could try again. He has a no trade clause, so yeah. it's all up to him. I go. I would but, go to Washington. I would go there. That that's a good team. Like that. That's a good young. Yeah, they have team. a solid defense. Yeah, good skill position player. Yeah, and, like, and and Fitzpatrick is out six to eight weeks. So if I'm if I'm the Sean if I'm the Sean, there's two teams I'm looking at, and I'm looking at uh, I'm I'm looking at Washington and I'm looking at Miami. Those are my only two options. I'm not going anywhere else. That's it. Yeah. Because that, that's where he's going to go win. Like When you look at the talent around them, those are the only two teams where I trust that I can go and I can win right now. Because that, yeah, that's they, what he's got to think about. He's got to think about he's got this season to win because who knows what's going to happen next season. Yeah, they both have a good defense and good skill position players. Yeah, and they're young. Both teams are young. Yeah. Uh, the next game takes us to Denver, where the Broncos continue to play high school teams. Um, they, they... Oh, no, no, no. I've seen some high school teams that can play better than what the Jets did. Yeah, uh, the Broncos. I mean, <laughs> you cannot ask for an easier schedule to start the season. Jacksonville, the Giants, and the Jets. <laughs> Awful. Oh, how, how does they, it get easier? They, their first real talent that they play, they're going to get blown out of the water a lot. Yep. Yeah, because yep. they. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater looks good. They know Jerry Judy. They, they have just been ragdolling these cupcake teams. The, the combined record of the teams that the Broncos have played to start the season is 0-9. <laughs> Come on. Come on. That is, that is the record the Broncos have faced. You, we have no way. Listen, and I understand. You got to play the schedule you're given. It does not get any easier than that, than playing those teams right now. They, I think the Broncos would lose to the Lions. But the national media is not saying this. They're saying, hey, the Broncos are legit. Have you seen what the Broncos oh, I don't, I don't think anybody's saying the Broncos are legit. Of course. Of course. The dark horse, the Broncos, blah, blah, blah. The Broncos suck. Okay? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Unbelievable. But that's crazy, right? C- could you imagine being the team and it's like, What's our what's our schedule look like to start the year? It's like, oh, by the way, you, you, we have Jaguars opening week. Then we have uh, – did they get Jaguars opening week? No, they had uh, the Giants no. in New York. They, they won. had the Giants. That's right. They beat the Giants. Then they had then they had the Jags, and then they got the, the Jets. Uh, they had the, the Bismo Jags, and then the Jets, who are hands down the worst team in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. God, terrible. Um, that takes us, I'm going to skip, I'm going to skip this game. Uh, we get to Seattle, uh, and and the Vikings, the Vikings pull up the upset and get their first win. Yeah. Yeah. They get their first win against Seattle. Um, yeah. yeah, and, And like I said, the Vikings have been in a lot of games. I think I picked the Vikings in this game, um, which is crazy because they had no Dalvin cook. 
uh, Mathis goes off and looks like Dalvin Cook himself. And um, uh, Kirk Cousins, man, it's crazy. You you look at Kirk Cousins last year, you're like, oh, this guy sucks. Uh, and they go out and they draft uh, Kellen Mund. And all it took was them drafting a quarterback for Kirk Cousins to wake up and figure out how to throw the football. And he's making everybody look great. Alan Thielen looks, Adam Thielen looks great again. Uh, Jefferson looks good. And, and then they got this kid. Uh, what the hell is his name? This other kid uh, that plays uh, t- uh, wide receiver. Uh, KJ Osborne. Who's, oh, yeah. who's look, he's who's from look, UN. Yeah, who's looked pretty damn good. Uh, and you think when they lose Irv Smith Jr. that, that, that you know, you lose one of the better up-and-coming tight ends. You're like, ah, oh, it's going to be tough. And nope, nope. Vikings still look good. They uh, Seattle. <sighs> Seattle is one and two. And people are saying, don't panic. I'm a little panic for uh, for Seattle because I don't think they look that good. And that, that that's another point I made last week. Uh, UM players are mediocre at UM. Then they come to the NFL and they're, they're a household name. K.J. Osborne. Who would have thought? Who, yeah. who knew who K.J. Osborne was at UM? I didn't know who he was. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and I, in my fantasy football leagues, I, I draft everybody from Minnesota, so you would figure I would know. I, uh, <laughs> uh, so that was uh, that was a nice little win for for Minnesota, especially like I said, not having Dalvin Cook. It was nice to see them wake up. That that, that Viking team's good. I I am definitely worried about the Seahawks, man. I, I'm 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 very worried uh, about them because. Uh, Offense can only carry your defense has to do something. And um, I, I told yeah, you guys, yeah. I told you guys this year, I have no faith in the Seahawks. I, I you know, I, I just don't. I mean, um, it's just str- strange because they have Wilson and DK Metcalf and Lockett and Carson, and they have talented offensive players. But Is nothing their defense offense. that bad? I, it, it seems to be one and two. One and two. Um, we got we got we got the Packers. Uh, I'll get I'll get to the Bucks and the Rams game. Um, but but uh, Monday Night Football was uh, I'm sorry Sunday Night Football was a good one, man. Um, yeah. Once again, the Packers figured out in the second half, go crazy, 50 yard field goal to end the game. Um, Niner fans are calling for for Trey Lance um, because they were down 17-7 heading into halftime. It would have been probably 17 nothing. Uh, but Trey Lance comes on, gets a rushing touchdown. Jimmy G's got to need a two-and-one. He got no run game. L- let Jimmy G earn his way out, okay? The Packers are good. They're two years in a row, NFC. They- they've gone to the NFC Championship game. Relax with that. Jimmy G's gotten you. J- Jimmy's played very well this season. Stop cheering for Trey Lance. Let him sit there. Let him learn. Trey Lance looks good. You don't look Jimmy G good. Let Jimmy play. The 49ers are going to be all right. They look pretty dominant. It was a two-point loss. A 50-yard field goal saved the Packers' ass from being 1-2 and two and keeping the Niners from being 3-0. and oh. The Niners are good. They're very good. Think about it. There's no running game in San Francisco. They have a turnstile running backs, and, and they're, they're, they're playing well against good teams. Um, so I, I, am, I thought this was a fun game. I thought this was a great game. Um, I enjoyed it, and I look forward to these two teams playing in the playoffs. Yeah, it was it was an exciting game, and um, yeah, 49ers hung hung in there, and they should have won. But you yeah. know, 
Aaron Rodgers is on the other side. I can't, that, can't that's the one thing. That. Like, if you're a Niners fan and you hear before this game, Aaron Rodgers has come out and he said, yeah, when I wanted to get traded, I wanted to go to San Francisco. And then you watch with like 30 seconds left on the clock, Aaron Rodgers do what you could have had him doing to everybody. Yeah, literally 37 seconds to get down, down the field easily. Might I add, I don't even think they had a timeout. Yeah, no. And it was boom, 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 <laughs> boom. Thank He's you, such bye. a good quarterback. Sounds a good quarterback. Uh, then, then we had uh, on Sunday the, the, the game we were all excited for. And I, even though it was a ten point game, it still was, I thought, the best game of, of the weekend. Uh, the Bucks they go to L.A. I picked L.A. to win this game. Um, and they looks good. Man. It, it was such a fun game that no offense to the Packers and no offense to the Niners or possibly the Cowboys. Um, I want the Bucks and the Rams every week. Like if you give the Bucks Rams every week, I'm happy with it because that game was awesome. It was a duel, man. It was an absolute duel where I've said this ever since Matt Stafford got drafted. He's a great elite quarterback. And unfortunately he had to suffer with bad coaching. Uh, other than the one year that Caldwell was the coach uh, of the Lions, you've had to watch this guy get handicapped and he's on a team where they needed an elite quarterback. Here he is. I mean, I guarantee you Cooper Cup is going to get paid thanks to, to Stafford. Like, Cooper Cup looks like he looks like one of the best wide receivers I've ever watched play football. He's really and, good. Yeah, and Tyler Higby loves this. Uh, the defense is definitely jazzed up about it. I mean, you watch McVay when they scored that touchdown right before halftime. Dude, I want Rams. I want Bucks. I want Brady and Stafford to be the new Brady and, 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 uh, and Manning. No offense to these teams. I want my NFC championship game to be Brady and Stafford. I want the passing of the torch to Matt Stafford because I've always been a Stafford fan. This game was amazing. I'm so happy for Matt Stafford. Uh, it was a great game. And and you look up and it's like, Deshaun Jackson still plays football? <laughs> That's He's right. Not- when I saw that, Deshaun Jackson <laughs> had that touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, and McVay what? ran all the way down to the tunnel. Like, it's, just, it's crazy. But they're offense. I mean, their whole team. It's a complete team. The Rams are a complete team. They're missing. They're 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 missing Jalen. Uh, not Jalen Ramsey. They're missing um, uh, the running back. Akers. Uh, uh, yeah, Cam Akers. They're missing Cam Akers. Imagine if Cam Akers is in this offense. It's over. Get yeah, Rams Super Bowl champions at home. Back to back years. Do we? We're gonna see. Uh, the, the the home team win uh win a Super Bowl. Uh, we, we still may. Yeah, uh, it's unreal. Uh, the team that and it's not like the Rams are playing cupcakes. The Rams are playing tough games. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> they're fun to watch. And they I mean they handled Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay looked like the beast of the league after two weeks. McVeigh they just dismantled them. McVeigh went to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. McVeigh now has Matt Stafford. Yeah, that's that's putting it in perspective. Yeah, and speaking of the Bucks, they're they're hosting Richard Sherman this week because their secondary is a little beat up. Who's her, who's hosting Richard? Sherman? Uh, the Bucks. The, Bucks. the Buccaneers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Richard Sherman's in Tampa. Okay. Um, and then it takes us to Monday Night Football. The Eagles are terrible. It's just, it's just what it is. The Eagles are terrible, <laughs> and the and, and and the NFC East is bad again. Even though again. the Cowboys are two and one. Eagles are one and two. Washington's one and two. The Giants are 0 and three. And the Cowboys are two and one. Yeah. 
and the Cowboys are a lucky two and one because the Cowboys are um, a Herbert turnover. Uh, I'm sorry, I, uh, somebody fumbled the ball in the Chargers game that that handed it to the Cowboys. Um, so the uh, Cowboys, Herbert threw a pick. That's what it was. That's what it was. So <clears throat> they're a Herbert interception away from the Cowboys being one and two. So um, eh, look, at 41-21. I've said it all along. I have no idea why. People thought Jalen Hurts was good. Nothing I've seen from Jalen Hurts has proved Jalen Hurts is good. This is more proof that Jalen Hurts is bad. After week one against the Falcons, everyone was like, oh, look, Jalen Hurts. No, he sucks. He sucks. He's terrible. Well, I mean, did, you, did you see what Jalen Hurts said after the game, Corey? Oh, something uh, no, stupid. Yeah, it was something. We're asking him about it. He's like, hey, when you take a deuce, you don't stand there and look at it. You flush it and, and move, move on. on. Yeah. So we're going to flush this deuce. And move on. What does he do about the week before <laughs> when they lost to the Niners? But he said it before, you got to see it. He said it so yeah. proudly too. It was like, yeah. what? See, this is a, see, this is exactly what I said. They need PR. Yeah. Why are yeah. you standing up there talking about talking about duty? Corey, who's talking about doo-doo, man? Who's talking about big old doo-doo? <laughs> you don't look and stare at it. You flush it. What? Shut up and make plays. This, this he is, was basically this, saying, hey, hey, guys, relax. We're the Eagles. We're great, okay? This, this, this is, is how I feel, man. If, if, if you yeah, were to okay. ask me what, what, what quarterback I would take with the with – with, with, if I was a coach of the New York Giants, I mean, the Jets or the Giants, either or, they're both terrible, um, yeah. and you were to say, you have a choice to enhance your team, and I'm going to give you two quarterbacks, but they got to play behind our offensive lines. Lamar Jackson or um, the, the Jalen Hurts, it's 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 a no-brainer. I'm taking Lamar Jackson. Jalen Hurts is terrible. Like, like you know how much I dis – and they can't run. They can only throw the football. They're not running quarterbacks anymore. They're, 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 they're pocket passers. I would still take Lamar Jackson. Like, that's – like, how much I hate Lamar Jackson, I think Deshaun Watson's uh, – Deshaun Watson, I, I think I think Jalen Hurts is that much worse. I think Jalen Hurts isn't even a starter in this league. I don't even think he's a starter. I would take Jacoby Brissett over over Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I, I I would take Andy Dalton over Jalen Hurts. I would take Justin Fields over Jalen Hurts. I have no idea what the Eagles were like. Hey, this is our guy. We're we're hitching our wagon. He sucks. He's so bad. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's off to a rough start, man. Oh, uh, they were high. They were high on them, though. Right. No idea why. No idea why. No idea. You don't, guys. You don't stand there and stare at your duty. Okay. <laughs> flush, it. <laughs> flush it and move on. <laughs> so we're gonna flush this deuce and move on. All right. Let's get to the last game of, of the week. Uh, this was a a Sunday afternoon game that turned into a Sunday night game. Uh, it's all the perfect two and Raiders go up against the one and one Dolphins, and the Raiders, John Gruden, you need to figure out how to discipline your team because the game was over. And what was the schmuck's name that came running across the field and hit Jacoby Brissett to cause the, uh, Max, the passer? Uh, Max Crosby. Okay, so Max Crosby. First of all, stop acting like the refs. Are picking on you and the call was outlandish you came from across the <laughs> field the play 
with the ball like like it was already Jacoby Brissett had thrown the ball an hour ago. <laughs> All right, an hour ago, Jacoby Brissett threw the ball, and and you hit him when it's an incomplete pass, and the game's over. The game is over, <laughs> and you and and you're waving off the refs like they're crazy, bro, bro. Let me tell you something. That was the dumbest play you could have ever done, because literally that was the play. And, and I understand a pass interference call led, led to the Dolphins scoring a touchdown and, and, and then the two points that got him into uh, overtime. But it was that play that allowed for the Dolphins to be rebirthed. And this is where Jacoby Brissett is smart. Jacoby Brissett was looking for the pass interference calls. And, and if you watched him play, he was looking for it. And when you give a quarterback who's intelligent the ability to maximize something that his offense wasn't able to do because they weren't getting yak. The Dolphins were catching the ball but they weren't progressing the ball from the moment they caught the ball. Uh, so what does Jacoby Brissett do? Like a smart quarterback, he looks for mismatches and he, he attacks for pass interference. And if you don't rough him, he doesn't have the ability to do that. And because you did that, you cost me $20, you jackass, because I had, I had the Raiders with the minus four. And because you're a piece of shit idiot who doesn't know how to stop and not hit somebody, you cost me 20 damn bucks. <laughs> I mean, uh, I had the nerve to complain. Like, it yeah, was I don't understand so what he's complaining. So about. obvious. It, it, it was so obvious. No, listen, it was unbelievable how late that hit was. Like, there's no, like, there's nothing you can argue, man. The ball was gone. Like, he threw that ball in the first half, and you're hitting him in overtime. Like, stop it. <laughs> it was ridiculous. You hadn't even began your tackle. You were still running. <laughs> Terrible call. Um, look, I, the, the Dolphins. The Dolphins' offensive line is a big is a big problem. It, it, it is a massive problem um, because now it's not just Tua who's suffering from bad offensive line play. It's Jacoby Brissett who's off, who, who's suffering from offensive line play, and my, like I, I I feel bad for Miles Gaskin because he's played well. Like out of all the Dolphins, uh, through the first three games, Miles Gaskin has been good. He's been very good, um, and he might be the best light on the Dolphins' offense. But he can't be as good as he needs to be because they're playing from behind. Because that offensive line is not sustaining. We talked about the Dolphins' defense. Kudos to the Dolphins' defense, man. They are definitely one of the better defenses in the league right now. They're good. Don't let the points against fool you. They're getting to the quarterback. They're making plays. They're getting turnovers. The Dolphins' defense is good. And if the Dolphins could ever get to a point where that offensive line is sustainable and you can allow the game to run through Miles Gaskins, the Dolphins will win 10 games. And you remember me saying, I don't think the Dolphins have 10 games winnable on their schedule. I have the Dolphins at six. And I'll keep them at six unless they can finish fix this offensive line because I see it. I see where the Dolphins can win. Their defense first, but if they can get the defense to keep the other team's offense off the field and run the ball through Miles Gaskins, who's turning out to be a, a very bright spot for Miami? He's turning out to be a very, very good running back. Um, if you can run the ball through him, we saw Mike Gusecki get open and make big plays against the Raiders. Uh, Jalen Waddell hasn't had the ability to get yak, but he's a dependable catcher. Devontae Parker's got to stop dropping the ball, man. That's a big problem right now for Miami's offense. 
Devontae Parker's got he he dropped it three three drop catches. He dropped it three times right in, in the Oakland game. I think. Uh, I don't believe so. I got to take a look. I, I know we had a few drops in Oakland. Got the big touchdown versus the Bills, but no, no, he played good versus the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, that, um, yeah. One of those drops was pass interference. Okay. Um, so well, it should have been pass interference. So. I, I I can see where the Dolphins have a route to ten, but it's all going to hinder if they can fix that offensive line because you can't you can't have it to where two is getting hit where he's out now three weeks because he's on IR. And Brissett is running for his life, and he's getting hit. So, uh, luckily, uh, in, in overtime after that pass interference call, um, Br- Brissett got r- rushed again, had to scramble out. Luckily, there was some room, and he's a big boy and was able to scramble in for the touchdown. But they got to they gotta get something done with that offensive line. I, I mean, I actually think the offensive line was a little better this week um, but then Buffalo. Uh, which I guess was a train wreck, but um, and I think the I think the big difference was putting Jesse Davis at left guard. See, last year it seems that Austin Jackson played well his rookie season, and it's looked like he regressed this year. The difference with that is last year the left guard was Eric Flowers, a veteran. He's there to help out Austin Jackson, tell him some things. This year we started with Kenley. At Jack, uh, at left guard next to Jackson, he's learning too, so he can't really assist Austin Jackson. So I think that subtle move, moving Jesse Davis, who's a veteran, uh, at left guard, is going to help Austin Jackson tremendously. And I think our offensive line will will improve. Well, we'll see that this week, um, and as we get ready to talk about these games uh, this week, uh, we'll talk about the Dolphins a little bit more in depth on with this offensive line and that move. Uh, we open up Thursday night. Um, it's not going to be the highest rated game that you watch, but I'm very excited about this just because the Bengals offense is awesome. It is awesome. T Higgins comes back. Um, so you have Higgins and you have uh, Jamar chase and, and uh, you got, you got a guy like um, Mixon. Joe Mixon's playing well. Uh, who's their other wide receiver? Um, Boyd. Yeah. Yeah. He had a great he had a great game. So uh, Burrow looks good. I mean, the, the, the Bengals are fun, man. They're fun. If you haven't been watching Bengal games this season, uh, make sure you tune in Thursday night because they are going to light up Jacksonville. Um, and this game is in Cincinnati too. Uh, they just like I said, they're returning home after beating Pittsburgh by fourteen in Pittsburgh, that city of Ohio in Cincinnati, Ohio, that never has anything to cheer for. It's just a scummy, terrible place. Um, that place is Paul Brown Stadium is going to be ruckus. It is going to be crazy, and I can't wait to watch the Bengals absolutely maul Jacksonville uh, on Thursday night. I'm very excited about this game. Um, on this one, let me get the line for you uh, because, like I said, I'm I'm absolutely ecstatic uh, about this one. Um, sorry about that. Ooh, got a little gas in there. Jacksonville is bad. They're I'm very. Sorry. I'm sorry to say that with the fan, the the the, the, the Jags Kings fan, uh, in the chat, but your team is bad, man. No way, Lakes, Jaguars, and Kings. No way. The, um, the, yeah. So this so this game, the line is um, the line is Bengals uh, seven and a half. They're they're coming off a fourteen point <laughs> win on the road against Pittsburgh. They're they're going to throttle 
uh, Jacksonville. When's, when's the last time uh, Cincinnati has been a seven and a half point favorite over anybody? Yeah, yeah, that's not a thing. Uh, Jaguars just, are bad. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Bad, very bad. Corey, and you don't like the Kings. Corey, you if, can't. Corey, yeah. Chris, think about this. We're going to be five games into a 17-game season. We're already a quarter into the year. The Jaguars, I'm sorry, the Bengals are going to be three. They're going to be three and one. They're, I'm sorry, we're going to be four games in. Uh, they're going to be three and one. Three and one, Bengals. The and they're favorite seven and, and a half. Yeah. I've never heard that before. since Not since they made the Super Bowl in 89. Yeah. Is Boomer is Boomer Siasen coming back? <laughs> Boom! Just think they it's traded worse. away. Maybe AQ would shuffle. Do you, do you remember we we talked about how they traded away AJ Green? How great does that look now? Yeah, yeah, he was slowing them down. Uh, look, I wonder if Urban Meyer is gonna feel like Cincinnati is the Alabama. <laughs> well, like, Pittsburgh's it feeling it. Pittsburgh's feeling it. <laughs> they're, they're feeling that. <laughs> Uh, next game. This oh man, this is uh this is not a good week of football. Um, the uh, the um, it, it is, it is especially in the um in the NFC West. Continue. God. Uh, Tennessee's headed out to New York. They're they're gonna take on the th- the zero three Jets. Oh god. Which, which New York? Which which Jets. New York team? They're playing Jets. the Jets. Um, oh, I'm surprised god. this is only an eight point game. These are some it's, of the biggest spreads I've ever Andy seen. by himself versus the Jets. God, the, the, I'm telling you, this week, the spreads of all these games are are, are massive. Um, so uh, the Jets are, are eight-point underdogs. Uh, Tennessee's eight-point favorites. Um, I'm going to take – I'll take Tennessee with the points, man. Uh, Derrick Henry is going to just – he might even just, after he runs over all the Jets' defense, might just run to the sideline and run over <laughs> run over uh, Zach Wilson just for fun. Just for I, fun. You might actually have an interception. <laughs> yeah, so uh, – God, terrible. Might actually intercept Wilson as well. So. Yeah, um, so God, this is terrible. Um, so yeah, uh, t- I'll take Titans over Jets with without a doubt. Tennessee with the points. Come on. Yeah. Um, this one, uh, Jesus, these just ass whooping games just keep coming. Uh, the Chiefs, the one and two Chiefs, they head to uh, Philadelphia to take on the uh, one and two uh, Eagles. Uh, the Chiefs, seven oh point God. road favorites. Um, yeah. Terrible. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, the Chiefs are gonna maul. Yeah, like it's not. If if you bought tickets to this game and you're an Eagles fan, don't go. Yes, don't go. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is gonna mutilate your team. There, it's so, oh, it's gonna. Well, be you crazy. know, go if you want to see some records broken. Yeah. Go. I, I absolutely. Mahomes may throw six touchdowns. It's gonna be bad. Five hundred yards. <laughs> absolutely gonna be bad. Uh, They're coming this, off of a loss. Did you see what Prescott did? Imagine like when Mahomes first. Uh, speaking of Dak Prescott, that brings us to uh, the Panthers. They head out to Dallas uh, to take on the Cowboys. Uh, Panthers are going to get their first. The Panthers are going to get their first loss uh, of, of the season. Absolutely. Uh, Cowboys. Absolutely. Yeah. Cowboys are four four point favorites. No Christian McCaffrey. That Cowboys yeah, offense. That's that's the best offense in football. The Cowboys offense is the best offensive football with Pollard and and Dak. And Zeke and CD Lamb, uh, Amari Cooper, 
Um, dude, that that that's a loaded. If if they can get Zerline to actually understand how to make kicks, uh, the Cowboys are that offense is insane. The defense just has to keep them somewhat in the game. Um, Cowboys are favored by four. I think they'll win by like twelve. Um, I'm just, I, it, it, the bubble burst uh, for for the Panthers this week, so I'll take yeah. Cowboys yeah. Uh, minus four at home. Totally agree. Yeah, um, the Saints. <laughs> These are the biggest the Saints spreads. versus the Giants. This is the biggest spread I've ever seen for any oh, week. Like everybody's a touchdown favorite. Um, <laughs> and this is like their first home game in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah so the Saints, uh, they get the Giants. I have no idea who the Saints are, but I know they're much better even when they're bad than the Giants. The Giants are just yep. terrible. Um, Saints are favored by eight. They'll, they'll cover it with, <laughs> without a doubt. Um, poor. Oh, God. Poor. The mutilate the Giants. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. It's the first game in, in the Dome. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be loud. It's going to be ruckus. Um, th- this one's interesting, man. Um, and, and it's a very tough one for me to pick. Um, the Browns are on the road. They're playing the Vikings. They're two and a half point favorites. Um, you got to keep Kirk Cousins off the field. Uh, and it's crazy that I'm saying that, that you have to keep Kirk Cousins off the field. Um, both teams have bad secondaries, man. The Browns secondary is a little bit better uh, than, than Minnesota's. I think this is going to be a fun one. We get to see uh, Mathis and, and Cook go up against Hunt and Chubb. Um we get to see Odell versus Jefferson Jarvis. Well, Jarvis is on the, uh, on the IR, but you'll get to see with Donovan's people's Jones, uh, Schwartz, uh, versus Adam Thielen Schwartz versus KJ Osborne. This is, uh, going to be fun. And, and it's Stefanski going back to the team that made him, uh, facing the coach that made him. He's coached under, uh, Zerline, uh, um, Zimmerman. So, uh, th- this might be the best game of the, of the week. Um, so that that's one o'clock. Uh, Browns two and a half, man. I don't know why I feel Minnesota is going to win this game. Um, mm. uh, yeah, I, I got. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings in this one. I don't like it, uh, especially with Miles Garrett coming off of the great week that he had. Uh, but uh, man, I, I I think if Jarvis is in this game, it, it might be a little bit better. But both secondaries are terrible. Baker Baker hasn't had a test other team secondaries because he's been able to rely on hunt and, and Chubb. Um, There's two things that might come into play here. The Browns win. If they're able to get Bryant uh, Hooper and a Joku working, if if the tight ends are, are exposing the Vikings early, the Browns will win. If, if Minnesota makes Baker throw deep, uh, he's going to make errors, and and uh, Minnesota can capitalize on that. And and Kirk Cousins has been playing a, a very elite football early. I, I don't know why I feel this way, uh, but but I I think it's going to be close. I, I, oh man, I want to take my brownies badly. Uh, I'm going to do it. I'll t- I'll I'll take the Browns at, with the two and a half, but. Their defense is going to have to stop that run game of, of Minnesota because if that Minnesota run game gets going, it, 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 this is going to be something. Kirk Cousins is a is a statue, okay, and Garrett Baker. Garrett's going to eat him up. Yeah, you know. So 
I have the Browns by by twenty points. Stop that. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> no, I have I have the Browns winning too. Um, I yeah, I, I I think it is going to be close, but I have them winning by at least four. Yeah, I think this is going to be a good one. I I really do. I um, I, I look, the Vikings have been in every game they've played. And they found a way to beat um, uh, Seattle uh, last week. So, um, man, it's it, it th- like I said, this is probably going to be the game of, of the week uh, for for this one. Um, the the Bears they get the zero and three Lions. Um, I don't know how anybody could make the Bears favorite in this game. So if you're going to bet on any game after watching the Lions compete, they, uh, come back, uh, the Bears are favored by three. Wow. So it's a push. But the Bears are favored by three. I have no idea how you have the Bears favored when the Lions have this almost comeback against uh, the 49ers. They get blown their doors off by the by the Packers, who just are proving that they're a fighter. And then a Justin Tucker doink loss <laughs> for the Lions in that one. Um, dude, you ha- when you have Williams and you, you have Swift in the backfield for the Lions, Jared Goff's playing very well. Um, the Lions defense is showing up. D- Dan Campbell is making me a believer that he can be a head coach um, and that he's going to be sustainable, especially after that fat retard, Matt Patricia, uh, ruined the Lions for so many years. Um, so it's nice to see the Lions have a, a competent head coach. I see no way that the Bears win this game. No way. Uh, I'm taking the Lions with the minus three. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bet this game, too. I'm going to actually put money on this. I, the, the Lions are covered. And they're winning. Um, but it's in Chicago, right? It is in Chicago. Hmm. By the way, I was just there. There's no testosterone in that city. What? It's all it's all hipsters. Like it's all hipsters. Like think of Austin, Texas in of the north. That's what Chicago is. Chicago? No testosterone. I don't know what happened to that city. The eighty five bears. Chicago? There used to be a bunch of fat uh, like uh Polish Italian dudes. Yeah. Love their sausage. It's all hipsters with their uh, farm to table bullshit. Not anymore. Not anymore. Love inequality. Love inequality. Liberalism. That's Chicago now. That's Chicago. <laughs> well, in that check case, out, check Dan out my cool tattoo. Dan Campbell's gonna go in there and yeah. eat a sausage in of every person. Yeah, yeah. And, and eat their calves. I think so. <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking. I'm, I'm all in on the Lions in this one. I'll take the Lions then. Yeah, I'll take the Lions. Yeah, I'm taking the Lions as well. Well, look at that. <laughs> so, if Vegas has any game wrong, it's this one. Go later bets on on uh, the Lions. Uh, the the Texans they they're headed to Buffalo. Um, <laughs> only there's no point of them even getting on the plane. Uh, still no Tyrod. Uh, this is this is the biggest uh, point spread of the. Uh, of the weekend, twelve. Uh, it is. Is it twelve? No, I'm. I'm guessing. No, no. You're you're undershooting it uh, by by undershooting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Bills are sixteen point home favorites. Sixteen. Oh my god. Oh, wow. 16 points. 16. Uh, So, once again, no Tyrod. I fully expect the Bills with the amount of points they're putting up the past couple weeks. Uh, The over-under is 48. The Bills can put that up by themselves. So, I'll uh, I'll take the Bills uh, in this one uh, easily with the 16. Yeah, I'll take the Bills. Yeah, they're going to blow them out. No Tyrod Taylor, right? No Tyrod. 
Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're winning by 25. Oh, good. So they cover. Uh, the next game we'll skip. We'll get to that as we always do the Dolphins game last. Um, the uh, Washington Football Club, they are one and two. They are heading to the Falcons. And the Washington Football <laughs> Club is getting disrespected here uh, with this stat line. Uh, watch Washington's one and a half uh, favorites going to, uh, going to Atlanta. They're winning by a touchdown at least. Uh, Washington bounces back. They go to 500. Uh, Atlanta's, Atlanta's terrible, man. Like they, they're, they're so bad. If you're a Giants fan, I have no idea how you let you let your team lose to the Falcons because they, they are worse. Um, so I, I'm going to take Washington. Uh, Tyler Hineke, um, he, at least he gets a reprieve facing this Falcons defense. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll take Washington um, in, in this one. Yeah, the Washington D is going to be too much for uh, Matt Ryan. Um, yeah, I have Washington taking this game quite easily. Yeah, Washington. Washington with the points. Yeah. All right. So the one and two Seahawks, they're going uh, into San Francisco. Is San Francisco not played on the road yet? My God. Um, so. Uh, yeah, Oh, so they were on the road then twice. They they played the Lions and and they went to Philadelphia. Okay, so they, I'm an idiot. I for some reason think they're home all the time. Uh, so, uh, 49ers Seahawks uh, in this one, um, man. I the problem with the Seahawks is you just don't. I I don't think they're good. But when you have Russell Wilson and, and that offense, like we talked about earlier, you 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 just don't know what you're gonna get out of them. Um, just the 49ers have been competitive all season. Uh, the Niners are three point favorites. I, I'm going to keep the three points. I, I'm going to roll with the Niners here. But if, if the Seahawks were to win, I wouldn't be shocked. But um, Niners defense is legit. Uh, Jimmy G just stays poised. Um, I'll take I'll take the Niners in this one. Nothing about the Niners impresses me. Nothing. Nothing. I don't care. Nothing. The 49ers are hands down the most overrated team in the in the NFL. Jimmy G sucks. That Lance guy does not impress me either. Not yet. He will, but not yet. I can't name any of the running backs. I don't think they have running backs. Okay, they're they don't even have any more running backs. You just pick so them I, up off the waiver wire. I like Kittle. I like Kittle. I like Kittle. But whatever. With Jimmy G's your quarterback, please. The Seahawks. The Seahawks. Period. All right. Um. Yeah, this division game is going to be tough. Um, I, I I believe I've gotten every Seattle game wrong this year so far. <laughs> Whether I said they'll win or you lose. You just don't know what they are. You just don't know. <laughs> but uh, since it's a division game, um, so it's going to be close, I have to go with the better QB. So I'm going to Seattle. No, yeah, I thought you were going to yeah, say, yeah. say Jimmy G because that would have been the right answer. No. About. no, no. All right. Uh, this one, somebody's got to lose for the first time this season. Uh, Cardinals, oh, they head to uh, L.A. I mean, really, it's 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 a no brainer for me. The Rams like I, I like uh, they're God. It, what they're going to do to Kyler. If Kyler couldn't throw a touchdown pass against Jacksonville and now he's got to <laughs> go up against this team. Yeah, uh, this is a no brainer. Uh, Matt Stafford's going to light up the retirement community that is the uh, Cardinals defense. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm going Rams. They're they're four point favorites. Rams Rams will improve to uh, four and zero. Oh. 
uh, as uh, Cardinals will still be a very impressive uh, three and one in this one. Uh, next game. Oh, these poor Steelers. Oh, you poor Pittsburgh fans. I feel I feel for you, Pittsburgh fans. Uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh has to go to Green Bay, take on Aaron Rodgers, who looks like he's just having the greatest time playing football. Did you see him after Mason Crosby's uh, game-winning 50-yarder? He's elated. He's young. He's happy. And Ben Roethlisberger looks like he's broken and old and terrible. Um, yeah, uh, it's not even close to me. This should be the biggest game. Uh, this should be the biggest spread of the weekend. Uh, Packers are six and a half favorites. Uh, take take that all day. Uh, the Packers are going to dominate the Steelers. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's in Green Bay. Oh, my God. Uh, like I said, Roethlisberger has looked terrible. He's throwing dirt balls. He's throwing, he's throwing down and outs in into the out of bounds section. Uh, <laughs> it's he looks a mess. Uh, Green Bay big, at least two touchdowns. Green Bay big. One has Rodgers and one has Roethlisberger that that should have been like retired and raping people already. Oh, so, <laughs> no, yeah. All right. Um, this this one hurts me a little bit. This, this hurts me so much because the, the Broncos are 3-0. They've played nobody. And the first team they get to get tested by is goddamn Lamar Jackson in the freaking race. <laughs> this is such bullshit. Because I don't want the rate. I don't want the I don't want the Broncos going for no. But I don't want it to be the Ravens to do it to them. I don't, I don't want the Ravens to win this game. Where is the game the Broncos, it's in Denver. Denver's a one point favorite in this game. Oh man. I wish this could end in a tie. And it might. It might. This could be a tie. Maybe it oh God! I dude, I just wait. Uh, it's in Denver. It's in Denver. So that means that Tuck, Tucker can actually, like, you know, yeah, his kicks will go even. But with his, with his luck, the wind will oh, be yeah, blowing. He'll kick a seventy. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll kick. Oh God. I I I. I the the Lane Broncos. Kiffin, Lane Kiffin attempted a seventy-six yarder with Sebastian Janikowski one time. There. Number two. Um. Yeah. Listen. The Broncos haven't been tested, man. And and now you gotta face Lamar Jackson. <sighs> I hate the Ravens so much. I, I hate them. I hate I hate the Ravens, but uh I'm gonna take Baltimore in this one, man. Uh I, I, I just think when God is shining on you, uh you just you just ride it. And for some reason God has chosen the Ravens to uh, attach himself to. I think God doesn't understand how shitty Maryland is and how terrible Baltimore is, um, and and that's that's what he's huh. You have you been by there? Oh, it's terrible. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Their their stadium, uh, Under Armour Stadium, uh, is right on that crappy Chesapeake Bay. Oh, what a dump Maryland is. Uh, yeah. So uh, God, man. Ah, oh, Ravens. We'll we'll pull this one out. I I would I will I'll take the Ravens. The better QB is Lamar Jackson, the Ravens. No, no, no. He's not a – stop that. He's not a QB. Teddy Bridgewater is the better QB. <laughs> Fine. Well, the better athlete and the better throwing running back is Lamar Jackson, so. <laughs> yep. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, I got uh, Baltimore coming into Denver and uh, <sighs> taking it. They're, they're, 
they're going to get a taste of real competition finally. Big fans, and, and, and Tucker may kick a, another sixty plus yarder. Remember, like uh, Sebastian Janikowski was like four yards short, uh, short from making yeah, a the seventy-six yard. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm legitimately sick to my stomach after picking this game. Uh, <laughs> why does this happen? Like, why does this happen? Like, it's so. Uh, I get the I mean, joy. What? I get the joy of Munger watching his team lose, but it's to a team that I don't want to be three and one. I mean, didn't they didn't they rank Baltimore as the second best team? What, what was that, Chris? Yeah, and they <laughs> ranked them over the Browns. Remember? So ridiculousness. So ridiculous. Uh, this brings us to Sunday night, the game everybody's been waiting for since Brady's left, or even before Brady was going to leave. Everybody was hyped for this game. Uh, we get to see Brady go into New England and take on Belichick. Too bad Belichick's team is terrible. And uh, oh boy. The Buccaneers are going to absolutely destroy New England. Like after after this, the Patriots just might be the bitches. After they might be the New England bitches. Like that's what they <laughs> might change their name to because this is going to be so bad that Belichick might have to retire. Like Belichick, I I a hundred percent believe Bill Belichick will not do a press conference after the game because of how bad the the Bucks are going to beat the Patriots. And the, the worst part about this, it's not even in Tampa. The Bucks are going to fly from sunny South Florida where Tom Brady got to retire and go on a boat parade because he can't go on a boat parade in New England in February because the water is frozen. So Tom Brady gets to bring – remember, we got to see Tom Brady drunk throwing the Lombardi Trophy, all right? So now we get Gronk and Brady coming from beautiful Tampa, Florida, flying back to frigid, cold uh, New England where women grow their hair legs out to stay warm. And uh, he, they're going to absolutely brutalize the Patriots to the point where I promise you Bill Belichick will not do a press conference after the game. This is the only time that I will root for Tom Brady. I've actually you know, ordered a Tom Brady jersey. I'm going to wear it. <laughs> I have a Tom Brady Bucks jersey, too. I think I'm going to wear it as well. Go Brady, go you, you lucky, uh, devil worshiping SOB. Okay, I'm just gonna eat guacamole the whole game. Usually, I wouldn't root for a devil worshiper, someone that has a deal with the devil, like like Tom Brady. We should all eat guacamole ice cream or avocado, right? That's what he eats avocado ice cream. I'll do it now. However, Belichick can find incredible ways to cheat so. Maybe he'll cheat. Who, who did the refs pull for? Did they pull? Did they pull for Brady or they pull for uh, Belichick? They're gonna. They're gonna be torn. The refs are gonna be torn. They're gonna be drunk and you know and 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 throwing up by the time the game starts. Who cares? But I'm excited for this game. I, you know, there's no way that your golden boy Brady, okay, he'll make an, another deal with the devil. All right, it's gonna happen. What if Tom Brady is the devil? I wouldn't be surprised. Like, he's got everything. I thought about that a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> Buccaneers yeah. at least 40 points. Yeah, Chris, you took the words out of my mouth. This will be the first time I'm rooting for Brady. Yeah, um, yeah I, I just <laughs> – I want to see McCorkle throw, like, three interceptions. Uh, I, I want it to be a route. 
so they can have a letdown the following week. Um, but yeah, I'm going Tampa Bay big. Yeah, at least, uh, at least twenty points. It's it's only a seven <laughs> point spread right now. It's 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 Tampa by seven. Yeah, I'm betting that all day. Yeah. Um. So it brings us to Monday night. Uh, it, another uh NFC West uh matchup. Uh, the Raiders they head to LA to take on the Chargers. Um, man, the Chargers look nice win against the, the Chiefs. Um, they play them hard every year. Um, the the Raiders look the Raiders look beatable, but the Raiders' offense is very good. Um, the Chargers' offense is very good too. I mean, Keenan Allen in that game against the Chiefs, my God. I, I he he looked he looked every bit like you said Corey at the beginning of the year he looks every bit a number one top tier guy. Um, this is a tough one for me to pick, but I, I I I think I think the Chargers with their run game. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Chargers in this one. I'm I'm gonna take uh, Herbert. will get the praise all over the place again. It stinks because Derek Carr is having a year, man. Derek Carr is absolutely having a great season. Um, I think Derek Carr's having a better season than Justin Herbert, but yet you hear all more about Herbert than you do Derek Carr. Um, I just think in the long run team football, um, Raiders are beat up in the secondary. I mean, we saw it in the Dolphins game. Every single sec- guy in the Raiders secondary was dropping. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take the Raiders in this. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, the Chargers in this one. Uh, Raiders, they eat their first defeat uh, as as well. So the Rams will be the only uh, undefeated after this week. Um, yes, yes. I, it pains me to say it as well, but I'll take the Chargers. Um, I, I give credit where credit is due. You know, Herbert looked good last week. Um, I haven't been able to say that much uh, because he usually makes the critical turnover. Um, it looked really good. I, I think he'll continue that at home. Division games are always tough. Um, but I think he has more of a complete team surrounding him. Yeah, Derek Carr does. That's why I'm taking them as well. The the complete so, team aspect. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm taking uh charges for the point. All right. And this brings us to our last game of the week. Uh it is Corey, you'll be at this game. Uh, yes. The Colts, they are headed to South Florida. Uh, Dolphin fans, buy your tickets to this game. Buy your tickets to this game because this is going to be a guarantee win for Miami. Um, I, I I think the way that game against Vegas ended has given Jacoby Brissett a ton of um, confidence. I think Miles Gaskin, like I said, I think Miles Gaskin is the key to the Dolphins' offense. It's it's going to be hot here. Um, the Dolphins' defense is very good, is very 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 good. That secondary is with Byron Jones and 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 uh, having an incredible yeah. year. Uh, I mean, look, they put Byron Jones on Darren Waller, and Darren Waller didn't do crap. I mean, I mean, like like think about that, Darren Waller, who's been elite through the first two weeks, he had like nothing. So did nothing against Byron Jones, which is crazy. It allowed Xavier Howard to to just roam. Um, I mean, to the point where the, Derek Carr wouldn't throw the ball anywhere near Xavier Howard. 
Um, I, I, Carson Wentz, I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't think the wide receivers in Indianapolis are, 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 are going to be good enough to go up against that secondary, which makes me think that Jonathan Taylor is going to have to be everything in this game. And I don't think you can win that way because that's how the Patriots try to beat the Dolphins by keeping it short and in front and, 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 and try to run it. Uh, the Bills try to do that early against the Dolphins, and it didn't work. The way you beat the Dolphins is, is how the Bills figured out how to do it and, and what Oakland had to do. Oakland had to go big play uh, against Miami because you can't, you can't play small against Miami. If you, if you keep everything in front of you, Miami's going to beat you because th- that defense is that good. So you have to big play Miami. Um, and I don't think the Colts can do that. Um, so I think Miami's going to win this one. I, once again, I don't think Miami's offense is is prolific enough to score more than 24 points. Um, I, I think Miami probably puts up 21 in this game, 21, 22, 23 in that ballpark. But I think 23 points against Indy is more than enough. Um, so I'll take Miami in this one. Um, the, the line is uh, – is is three is three uh no i'm sorry two miami by two i think miami gets the two they cover it's a one o'clock game I, I, it stinks man because the colts i thought were gonna be so much better um so i think miami gets back to 500 with this game miami should should be two and two and after this game miami should be uh in second place in the afc uh afc east Corey? um so with them only being favored by two, that that means they think the Colts are better. Um, which I just really can't see how. No. They haven't won a game. Wentz hasn't showed anything. He has two sprained ankles. Weird. Um, play right or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sprained both his ankles. That's just weird. Um, I do, Aaron. You hit on it. I do think the way the game ended. Gave Brissett a lot of confidence. He was able to get the deep ball out there. Will Fuller, in his debut, he's shown he can get behind defenses. Like, the the Raiders were playing deep, and he's still getting behind them. Um, so with that element, uh, it's going to open up. It should open up the middle of the field, and it should Brissett should have the confidence enough to know that he can throw it around a little bit uh, because everything – early in that game was short, 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 short. At yeah. one point, he was like 15 of 23 for 88 yards. Like, that's ridiculous. Um, but in the fourth quarter and overtime, he saw that he can throw deep. He can he can throw it around the field. So, uh, yeah, I have the Dolphins winning um, at least by a touchdown. Yeah, um, yeah. 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 Um, I think is where we find a little bit more of a stride when it comes to our offense, I know I know what we're trying to do with Waddle, and there hasn't been like blocking for him to break it. That's why he has twelve receptions for like sixty yards. It's like, um, and I think one of those is finally gonna break, and that's gonna open up everything. And yeah, I take I have the Dolphins twenty four, Indy sixteen. Yeah, 
I, I, I think, I think, like, like I said, like you, you hit it, Chris. You said twenty-four. I think Miami's in that realm, uh, and I think that's what Miami can put up with this offense. Like, it, it's sad because, like I said, if Miami can get the offensive line down, and 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 get the offense flowing through Gaskins, which will open up. Because look, Browns played well for Miami uh, as, as the number two change of pace back. He, he's done a good job. Um, we saw the reliability of, of Gasecki because Gasecki's fourth down catch, like he made that happen. Like he, Gasecki made that happen. Uh, to sneak in between defenders like the way he did was very impressive. Um, but but that's what Miami is right now. They're, they're a team that is going to max out about 24 points. That's, that's, that's about what they can put up max-wise. And which is fine because when you have a defense like that, you're good, but it, 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 you know Miami's had a tough go early. You know, uh, outside of the Patriots, and once again, like you said, Corey, when you catch a team early, like Week One, where things are still very fresh, that's why that game was so close. But then you get a very good offense like the Bills. You get a very good offense like like the the, the Raiders, who are that big play offense who can make a big play happen. Uh, the Colts can't do that. And, and that's why Miami, when they get teams, uh, you know, uh, if, if I was to go through Miami's schedule now for you, um, let me get the Dolphins up here before we get out of here. Because my stance on the Dolphins is going to change quite a bit um, from what I've watched in the first three weeks. And I think what I've seen from Miami in the first three weeks is kind of who Miami is. Um, so if, if, I, if I were, were to go through uh, the, the Dolphins schedule here, um, just just to re- recap after three weeks, uh, as we head into our our um, our, our quarterway mark. So they got Indy this week. Uh, look, week five we know is a loss. They're they're going to get crushed by Tampa. Um, Jack- Jacksonville, they're in England against Jacksonville. That's a win. Uh, they're playing Atlanta. That's a win. So you're at two and two. Now, now you go to two and three. Now we're four and three. Miami's over 500 playing Atlanta. They get the Bills again. I just don't think they have enough to take the Bills. Um, so you're four and four. You get Houston. I think Houston's a win. Um, even if Tyrod's back, I think it's a win. You're five and four. Uh, Baltimore in week ten. Unfortunately, they're a big play team. Miami loses that one. Um, they're five and five now after week ten. Uh, the the Jets should be a win. Um, six and five. Carolina. I unfortunately think Carolina's got enough to beat the Dolphins. Uh, Christian McCaffrey will be back at that point. A big win, A big uh, team that can make a big play. Carolina wins that. So you're six and six after twelve. You get the Giants. You're seven and six. After week 13, uh, you get your bye. You come back. You're eight and six because you get your win over the Jets. But then here's where it gets tough. Uh, you're eight and six. I think you lose the next two to uh, New Orleans and Tennessee. Puts Miami at eight and eight. And they finish the season against New uh, against New England. And I got Miami uh, beating New England again. Uh, two of finally gets to finish out the season. Maybe the offensive line is fixed a little bit better. I don't see McCorkle getting any better. I don't think the Patriots have a good offense. And the Dolphins go 9-8. and eight. I think that's a good 
a good season for Miami. I really do. So I, I'll take – I got Miami at 9-8 and eight to finish the year. They finished over 500. Mm, um, yeah, I see differently. I of course still you do. see them. <laughs> no, I, I just see a, a two-win difference. I'm at 11 right now because I, I did have them beating Raiders, but we couldn't – we couldn't picture to a getting hurt, you know, yeah. for three games, blah, blah, blah. So, um, so originally I had us, you know, beating uh, Raiders and Colts, losing to Tampa. So one game difference, but the only difference in what you said, uh, I have them beating Carolina because once Xavier Howard takes away DJ Moore, I don't know. I don't Robbie know Anderson? Nah, Byron Jones can handle a Robbie Anderson. Who's taking uh, on Christian McCaffrey? That'll be the front seven. You know, they'll 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 be okay. No one's really. I mean, Peyton Barber did have a hundred yards, but yeah. Um, but but also the, the the big star for Carolina has been their defense. Yeah, but uh, but Tua uh, Tua brings a different element, man. You can't really stop that RPO slant game if they cover the slant. You know, he'll hand it off to Gaskin, and and you know that. That slant, if if they have the slant covered, that means the linebacker is covering underneath, and they can run up the middle. I, I, I just think I just think Tua brings a different element to the game. But the difference here, uh, the, diff- the difference here, uh, and and you guys as Dolphin fans should be excited about this. That's a three game swing from when we were doing the schedule before a game was played. I had Miami at six wins. Th- right now, three game swing. Now I got them at uh, at nine wins. Yeah, and I fully believe uh, that. That's... Swing. Huh? And pretty soon there'll be another three-game swing. Well, we'll see. Well, right now, from what I've seen through three games, if you can create a big play, you can beat Miami. If you can't, you have no shot at beating the Dolphins because their defense is too good. Miami's defense is very, very good. Like, uh, um, I still think their linebackers are, are their biggest problems, but watching them get after Carr and getting Carr to move, that – Nobody's been able to really do that all all season, and so Jaylen the Phillips is really fast. Like he yeah. he ran down some running backs, he ran down some receivers. He's really fast. Yeah. So um, um, yeah, and he's coming into his own now. I, that was his best game so far this year against the Raiders. I, I think he'll be able to get get to the quarterback a little more as the season goes on. Yeah. So we got a fun week uh, here in week four. I cannot wait. To watch Tom Brady just absolutely dismantle Bill Belichick. But uh, we'll we'll check back with you guys next week. Uh, Tuesday, same time, same place, same thing as always. Um, can't wait to find out what happens more with this Ben Simmons saga. Uh, so, as always, for uh, Chris. Brady, I love you. Uh, for Corey. Jacoby Brissett, revenge game. Uh, yep. Well, I will be in my... Um, state of medic depression if the Browns lose to the uh, Titans, uh, to Vikings, if they win. I'm going to be elated. We'll be three and one, baby. I hate the, I hate the Ravens. I hate them so much. We're going to be the Ravens for you. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll see you guys uh, next week on Tuesday. Uh, until then, you guys have a great week of football. Canes, they're going to lose Thursday night. Can't beat Central Connecticut State University High School and then feel <laughs> confident about starting your ACC play. See you all next Tuesday.
Bye.